1: so both of you guys are learning piano yeah like i mean steve's doing better than me it was thank you very much uh yeah I, i didn't intend to like i didn't sit down and go right i'm gonna learn piano it's just that yeah my girlfriend's left her piano at my house while she sorts out hers. And um But just get full of her. Very good. Mm. works <laughs> the second big time. Time. Yeah. Works the thing. Quite big second things time. leave behind. But um yeah, so like <laughs> while while I've been procrastinating when I should be working. Like yeah, I've, do, I've done what Lucas said he was doing earlier and um looking at YouTube videos and there's like a little all the all the notes rain down onto like a keyboard and, and learning it's like a guitar hearings. Like yeah. poetic uh, in a way all the notes I mean I've I've been doing that
2: for me. years but it's I had right a MIDI keyboard I had a MIDI keyboard so I could never actually do it because, Hell because I could do it, but I couldn't be asked to like plug my MIDI keyboard into my Mac and open GarageBand yeah. and like open a keyboard oh, and yeah, plug in. Oh sure, yeah, what a pain. And so I like, so I bought off a friend an actual like weighted key, 88 yeah. eight key electric piano with the intention i play it more often. Weighty 8 key. Weighty 8 key. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> don't play it often enough, but I will. I mean, my yeah. main thing is I want to be able to force my kids to get, piano lessons so they're really good at piano so that they can play it first. you
0: simply must i really wish i could play piano now i wish someone had forced me yeah. to take lessons so that, that now i of, hated it yeah. but i was good at it do you know what i mean that
2: is true of so many things i mean i mean youth is wasted on the young but there's so many things that i wish <laughs> that that, is that, true. That i that i would that i would like love to have done as a kid oh <laughs> languages in school probably the most <clears> interesting <throat> subject would have been really cool to do <laughs> whatever <laughs> like just everything. do you wish
0: that uh you had studied harder in like secondary school everything now I mean, ev- yeah. all, uh,
2: all things if i could go back in time now and choose what i'd study in college it wouldn't have been fucking film studies and wank like that i would have done like psychology and physics and like, i would stuff that i think would be more interesting but because <laughs> they're too academic at that point i'm like mm, whereas now i'm like no that sounds really interesting oh i cool. really
1: really wish i had learned a language early on like really really studied the language I'd love to be able to speak Spanish I do also wish I'd just learnt a trade Steve like, you could really do that learnt... now I know but I won't why not
3: let's really deep,
1: deep
0: in the bit before I've even introduced the podcast uh, no <laughs> we've got bills to pay
2: now we can't like retraining up yeah. as an adult is so much for a harder thing because what do you do Do you open
1: you university you, you could you I'm know, not going to you... open a university <laughs>
0: after
2: t- yes yeah, so a very expensive thing to do you can't well, just fucking
1: also, do it's
0: it it's just the only option yeah you can't get into a university at our age you've got to open your own
2: you could do like open university after work but after work i'm tired i don't want to do I'm doing that the university course, then, course now and then i could and then i could like start at the bottom of an industry again and make less money than i do now it all sounds well, bad. It's not
0: possible to make less money than I do now. So maybe I'm coming at it like uh, it from a different because, uh, perspective. Because
2: you're still not giving me every penny you make. So there's still more to No, you to have be been given.
0: good. Yeah. You have said that there is 10% that I can keep for things such as food and lodging. So that's that's just <laughs> <nice.
1: laughs> just just to uh, just, just to p- peek behind the wizard's um uh face. Yeah. <laughs> <Flesh>. <laughs> uh Lucas at the start of this record said Let's just go straight into this <laughs> oh, yeah, No yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, let's go straight in, no <laughs> intro We're four and a half minutes out <laughs> and we've into into not even <laughs> <And, laughs> Hello and welcome, welcome to
2: What is Music? What is music, music. A podcast about, about music, music. We're a podcast and a critical that analysis of music and discographies, and discographies. Dives,
0: uh, One artist at a time We're currently in season two which is called Are You a Amused? A critical analysis of the history cultural impact and music of Muse We're going through their entire career album by album, track by track Does context matter when you're listening to it's music does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output. output and this season we're of course asking the question are you amused? amused and to be clear we're asking if you're amused by the band muse not whether not or not you're amused and by and us and the, and host and host host season, host the host of, of this season's podcast, podcast are you amused you are now listening, now I'm adam listening to adam scott i'm adam glasspool, glasspool and i am joined by co-host steve murphy
1: i'm adam scott glasspool
0: and did you say adam slot glasspool yeah, fucked it, fucked it. That's yeah. my gambling name. Uh, <laughs> Lucas Way is here. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Awesome. Uh, we're of Super course black uh, um, Okay. <laughs> of course, our <laughs> quest to answer the question: What is music? Uh, I think music is um, something that is delivered. Uh, to us from what we may... Uh, something we can't perceive but may have used the word heaven to describe previously. Uh, what do you guys mm. think music is?
1: I think that music is Black Holes and Revelations but without the first two tracks.
0: <laughs> That's always that interesting. That's what we'll be covering today. Uh, Lucas, mm. what do you think
1: music oh. is? Oh. Um... Mm. Uh...
2: Some drums and and like some keyboards and and sometimes guitars and people sing and 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 like there's like stringed instruments sometimes and sometimes they rap and sometimes they uh, do mm. mongolian throat singing and sometimes they
3: mm.
0: they what other types of music are every there? genre placed. what other types of music are there if someone wants right. to just Metal. combine just the things that Lucas said, uh that Into would be a, great. I'm all Into in. a uh, track. I asked I asked how Megamix. you guys are on the last episode, which will have been an indeterminate amount of time, uh, because we don't really know what we're doing with our lives just yet. Uh but I'm not gonna ask you how you are <laughs> again, because I assume you're in the same mood as you were. Uh, you know, two hours ago. Uh, So (laughs) let's just, you know, let's get on with it because we were, you know, we were absolutely racing through Black Holes in Revelations. We managed to get all the way to the end of the second track. Uh, We're going through the discography of uh muse from three different perspectives <laughs> um me I'm uh, very analytical deeply into the context of music steve moderately thoughtful about music bit of a normie bit of a muse yeah. fan lucas yeah. less yeah. so uh, you know more so than you were but still less so than me and steve kind of into the artistic side of you know music but you are a huge muse fan we are two tracks into black holes and revelations so far uh i personally have been enjoying it very much take about a highlight of the album for me uh starlight one of their best singles i think there was some very um touching context that we went into on the last um on the last episode so do go back and listen to that if you get the chance lucas it seems as though you have been enjoying this album uh you know or at least the first 10 minutes of it uh (laughs) very much as well
2: yeah uh I mean, (laughs) I guess I'm going to enjoy all 45 minutes and 28 seconds just to to (laughs) spoil it.
0: Spoiler alert. Spoiler
2: alert. (laughs) Muse fan, big fan of their well-critically acclaimed fourth album, Black Holes and Revelations, which took them to new heights in popularity and
0: fame. (laughs) Steve. uh, Hates Muse. Fan fan of Starlight, but
1: not so fussed about Take A Bow, right? It was a very good opener to the album. I wouldn't huh. say it's one of my favorite tracks on the album. Would you change would Would you
2: change the opener? Would you change the opener or, or no? You still think it's the best thing to open the album with? It's just not
1: your favorite thing on the album. Nope, I still think they should have opened Black Holes and Revelations with Interlude from Absolution. But well, you
2: know, let not get. But, it but it that's right because now. every album should start with Interlude from Absolution because it's the, it's the exactly. highlight of human achievement and an art.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: something about um, Steve. Oh, okay, I you
1: trying to do.
0: Yeah, no, I can't. Let's just say we've done the first two tracks. This <laughs> is
2: the third track, and it's called Supermassive Black Hole. Fill in the gaps,
0: Steve Sainus. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't <laughs> fill in that gap. That's the problem. <laughs>
1: Something that I wrote down just listening to this and you know, take what you mean from it. Um, dirty, dirty funk slap. Mm. It does feel like I'm being slapped by some
0: funk that's dirty, dirty.
1: Now, there isn't, yeah, man, there
2: is no slap bass on this song, though.
1: I didn't say, I didn't say slap bass. It does feel like you're being slapped a funk slap slap with some funk,
0: like, I, I don't know a lot about you know. I don't know loads about the future of Muse, especially the most recent albums, but so far, is this their sexiest song? This is it's very an, sexy. A, a, not, I
2: mean, to spoil it, this is, remains their sexiest song. Oh, it's the yeah. song is That's so good to sexy. Hear because this song, song
0: is so sexy.
2: It makes you want to, yeah, makes you want to grind up on a guy, right? Just, oh, it really yeah. does. Like it oh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a bit sexy. It's such a grindy song. song.
0: It really is yeah. yeah And I think it's the falsetto That does it We've not really heard that kind I think of it's the baseline I think
2: that. it's the bass line
1: Yeah I think it's well, that I, bass line, That yeah, groovy bass It's really like mm, It's
2: real
0: sexy It's
1: really Boom, it makes, It's grinding He keeps his voice in that register through like the whole song,
0: right? But then that falsetto is so smooth and it's like the rough rubbing up against the smooth. Maybe that's what you're. Maybe this podcast is getting a bit sexy now.
2: This is a bit. (laughs) And Steve, yes, Steve is like, yes, it's falsetto the entire song, right? Uh, Well, unless you count the. Apart from the backing vocals. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) the. Who is that on the backing vocals? Is it one of the other In the studio, it'll be. Matt, but live, Dom does it, oh, which good. is like the only vocal thing he oh, does cool. ever. oh, and oh it's I through it a vocoder. I mean, I mean, I'm mean, i pretty sure... Yeah, no I these thought it was days it Chris. does the glaciers wait. melting in the den of night. That's and what I'm the- talking about. I thought talking about that... Because Dom does that live. No. But wait, doesn't Chris do supermassive black hole? Yes, he does supermassive black hole. Right. So all three of them live
0: sing on this <laughs> song.
2: Oh. Yeah, I mean, sing when you say Dom's bit. He says into the supermassive, into a so very bar-barger. heavily vocoded, into a heavily vocoded <laughs> machine.
3: <laughs> I mean,
2: Dom Dom famously not a good Dom famously not a good singer. So I imagine it's just sounds going great on a this. million sample. No, it's not. It's not him on this though.
0: It right, sounds great.
2: Uh, like I'd say this is so. This is, I would say, the the closest th- th- that they get on this album to setting the tone for what is to come. I would say. Oh, okay. oh well, this or okay. another one. I mean, Matt himself said he he said like what what song on this album do you think is the most indicative of where you think you'd go next? And he said either Supermassive Black Hole or Map of the Problematic. Um, but they they said that at the please pronounce it properly. Uh, that's how it's pronounced. Is it not pronounced problematic? Well, Matt on the interview said problematic. But he might, he might be being lazy. We'll get to it. He might be being lazy. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Like this definitely is like the start of like pop and funky muse, which they do a lot more of. Right? They do a lot more of that sort. Yeah. I mean, they bring slap bass out in 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 the next album. Like, yes, they do. (laughs)
1: Do you know what I've written down, though, that I started writing it was an obvious single, but it's actually a bit weird. It's, it's a very it's weird song. Weird. It's quite yeah. weird.
2: At the time, yeah. so it what we started talking about last episode, at the time I was very like, this is very poppy for Muse, compared to Hysteria, Stockholm Syndrome, you know, the last album. Even
4: yeah, like, because you were
2: like, even like, why is my groin feeling Even, like, nice? the poppiest single off of the last one, which would have been Time Is Running Out, is still ostensibly just a, a, like a kind of rock song. It's just a slightly, it's more, a, it's song. a slightly more catchy, upbeat sort of one. Um Whereas this, I was like, this is like a, a pop song. Whereas now, compared to some of the pop songs they've done, this is very yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. This is heavy. Like, live as well. This song live is ch- is chunky. It's big, well, chunky boy.
0: Because I, I, I think it has that... Uh, we, we've mentioned this on a previous episode, but it has that like, R&B influence. Yeah. And which, that Rage
2: Against the Machine a bit, I think. That's sort of the, the real base. Well, well with- that,
0: the, the thing is is that all rock music is based in like blues, is based in rhythm and blues. It's just that this, this is kind of bouncing off of that sort of i mean when was crazy in love uh that was like 2005 right so like beyonce is kind of at the height of her powers and r&b is very in fashion at this moment so it's kind of bouncing off that a little bit um like it's nothing revolutionary like generally it's a bit vibe jc but it is unlike it's anything they've, it's unlike anything they've done before and it's breaking that sort of formula that i was getting a bit frustrated with on the last album yeah i mean this is a yeah,
1: this you, is the, the last album they needed some dirty dirty funk slap exactly and there wasn't enough of the dirty dirty funk slap and here we've got and it this is, <laughs> and this is
2: one of the ones that they they were working on in the miravelle studio in france couldn't really find anything what, what they're going to do with it and then went to nyc and made it a dance song basically like so, I don't know what it sounded like before, because that's what this song is. At it's a yeah. oh, great
0: instinct, because, you know what, it's quite it's a muse esque
2: riff. It's very muse. I mean, guess but I mean, the w- it is the by way the band they... Muse, so unsurprisingly,
0: it's quite <laughs>
4: muse <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. The way that they've blended the electronic side of the song into the sort of rock side is actually really successful here. I like it a lot. I, I too, was a little bit put off when i first heard it back in the day um but uh it's grown into one of my favorites of their singles uh it's, just it's so fun like it's it's powerful. just really cool it's just
4: really fun and also, also Supermassive that... black
1: hole sounds really funny <laughs> it does it does well, and yeah. that's,
0: that's the thing like like the writing style that uh we've sort of talked about where matt does that thing where it's like oh it could be about something uh you know a bit like interesting or political or something but also it could be about a relationship it feels like they're playing on that here and doing a big wink with it because the verses are just there's very few ways to read that other than he's talking about a woman mm. right or or like a, a romantic partner so it's like, you know, I, I was a, a fool for you and all that. But then, then there's someone on it going, supermassive black hole. <laughs> Glaciers Which... <laughs> melting in the exactly. dead of night. Which is just such nonsense. <laughs> it's, it's really funny to me and really endearing and really fun. Like I, I, I just, It's a lot yeah, of fun. I mean, I like, the, yeah. the
2: supermassive black hole is apparently like a relationship, like sucking in everything.
0: No,
4: nah, positive. it's not. It's about space. Or, <laughs> <bollocks>. or, or,
2: <laughs> Matt's bollocks corner, uh, or oh, it's oh, it's been inspired oh. by a sinister presence at the centre of the galaxy, alerting us of a menage a trois involving R two D two and the Queen when she was hot. Hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: Every yeah. little thing that I like about Muse is Sucked out of the songs by listening to them talk about their own music. It's because it's
2: because it's, it's because they genuinely don't. They like. They, I've got a note later on about like the, how they write their lyrics. I think I do. I can't, remember, I can't remember where my note is. Yeah,
0: we'll. Uh, but we'll but maybe talk
2: just about got, but like they don't tonight. take it that seriously, and so he will just in an interview fucking throw out some waffle because he he's not like. He's, he doesn't take his lyrics so serious. Like, you know, you would never get Richie Edwards from Mannix make a joke about what one of his subjects of his songs are about because he'd be like,
0: no, this is serious business. Oh, well, then I can't have uh, done a very good job on the last season because he's yeah, very he was funny, funny. yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Journal for Plague Lovers is quite it's funny. Quite um, the- Journal for Plague Lovers has it. got loads
0: of jokes on it. One out of ten. Uh, <laughs> one out of 10. <laughs> but I get what you mean. Oh, I think you gave it a two. So I'm downgrading it. Um, well, the
4: season's ended. <laughs> he can't change your scores now. <laughs> uh,
2: originally didn't have the solo. <laughs>
0: Oh, boo! Yeah, and then I then... tell you what, I do like what he does with the solo live, or, yeah. or as far as I remember, yeah, like yeah. The mad, so like I, chaos
2: pad in stuff. the studio, they basically had already like apparently they'd packed away and said so nothing left apart from Chris had one guitar knocking about, and so they they just used that one guitar, played a solo, played it backwards, and that's the solo you hear on the on the record. Nice. Oh, cool. I think what he does live is called cool, a yeah, where he basically does, like he goes goes mental on the chaos pad, doing a load of scratching and. <laughs>
0: Doing a load of generation,
2: yeah, right? Just like that. It's
0: cool, oh it's such like a catchy, cool song,
2: but that's because also live the whole song is heavier, it just feels rockier.
0: Yeah, it does. Well, it doesn't oh, cool. feel like much like punching or short. This or was bloods.
2: uh, just to st- <laughs> the, the saga begins, but uh, this is on the soundtrack to Twilight.
0: Oh, the saga nice. begins, the Twilight saga, the Twilight
2: saga, <laughs> New Moon begins. Oh, uh, so Massive Black Hole was a single, well no Yeah, that was a single, Let's so it's like didn't mention briefly
0: that. about the video.
2: For Supermassive Black Hole Because it's
0: weird. It's both it's creepy so and sexy <laughs> <laughs> Where
2: well, it's like people in like skin tight bodysuits dancing Yes it is kind of It is people way. in skin tight bodysuits but, but then they're wearing these masks That have got the faces of the band projected onto them And they yes. look all fucking horrible And I remember
0: someone having the face of an owl
2: Yeah there's an owl faced person I remember
0: <laughs> Weird video I mean, we'll do we're going to do a whole videos. episode on the music videos. So Steve, look forward to becoming very sexually confused. Oh yeah, even more so than usual.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Shall we listen to some Depeche
0: Mode? Does it sound like I don't know enough about Depeche Mode? Whether or not I think it sounds, you know, like, yeah, to, yeah. Well, I
4: don't know. <laughs>
1: Dom's drumming at the start of this is so cool. Dom's drumming in this entire like,
0: song is so cool.
1: Yeah. He's Dom's like drumming in this entire
2: album
0: is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Dom's he's drumming in his entire career is so cool. I win. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Dom's drumming in his entire life.
1: Uh, he's just like playing on the floor, Tom, and then like, yeah, when it when it introduces the snare, when it kicks in, it's cool. Yeah. I really
2: like
1: I love it. Yeah. And then when it comes back into the second verse. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like a dirty little breakdown so... after the first chorus. And then it comes back in, yeah, to that and bit. It comes with, back with into the verse. Clean piano. And it's
4: straight back in.
1: Clean piano. Uh, so clean.
0: We're cleaner. at track four. It, it's like everything has been getting progressively more electronic. Yeah, you know, I mean, this up is. To this point, which is like the peak of their synthy electro rock kind of thing. This is really great. For me, like, like it's, it's just got an atmosphere.
2: This one's got an atmosphere holy to it. shib! It's got an atmosphere. Like <laughs> I, I, think, I don't
3: want
0: to swear on the podcast. I anymore. think
2: it's. I think I feel like maybe it sounds kind of like a film soundtrack a bit. I think that's maybe what I'm responding to a lot. It's very like okay. It's very really? theatrical. I don't know with the with the dundus
4: dun, dun. theatrics.
2: Yeah, but like specifically <laughs> this one, like it specifically sounds very like I don't know. It sounds like a something from a film. I think almost. Part of the fact it's got lyrics,
0: but you know, sure, I just love- that, that opening bass bit is so lovely. What the
2: <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: the the uh, uh, do 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 do, oh, the, yeah, the, it's played really high up, it's played on the really bass. high on a bass, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so there's so much like interesting textures and techniques and stuff going on here. And it all just, like, builds really nicely. And that, the, I mean, that guitar effect is is great. It's mad. The... Yeah. That, that, that guitar is cool. I remember... I mean, it's, I mean, it's essentially like Matt. a
2: sam. It's like a... Like, he's not really playing that, is he? He's not going... He's, like, playing a strumming a chord, and he's, like, programmed
0: in something yeah, that goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I remember him saying in an interview that he wanted an extra week to work on that effect, but they didn't have time. So it obviously wow. had a lot of thought... Sort of went into that one guitar effect.
2: Well, well, it was originally since and then it it got translated over to guitars with lots of effects. Ooh! So I wonder if that was originally a yeah, press a key and go, rub-a-dum, 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 rub-a-dum,
0: rub-a-dum, rub-a-dum, and he was trying dum, to emulate like that, it yeah. on guitar, and he maybe, and maybe didn't maybe. get as close as he wanted.
2: It's just, it's just really, just really good. It's is the other track that Matt said is like maybe the signal of what where they're going to go next
0: interesting now obviously i've heard the resistance and i don't hear a lot of this on the resistance no i mean i hear a lot of electronics influence yeah but less of the blend maybe
2: yeah i get resistance and second or quite jumbled up in my head like tracks wise hey lucas hello
1: what's the title about yeah Uh, i've always said problematique yeah, I mean, it's
2: spelled 100%. like that. I'm just, it's just, I think he, maybe Matt's just being lazy or doesn't want to sound like he's saying it, like, doesn't want to pronounce it wrong. So he says math
0: problematic. Well, this is part of my general question, which is, does Matt Bellamy understand language? No. Oh, okay, cool. There's there's a bit in Take a Bow where he says, you'll be holden for all that you've done, which isn't how you use beholden at It should all. be,
2: you'll be it'll, be, it'll be, it'll be, you'll be
0: beholden for all that you've done. Nope. You'll be beholden. beholden is not the correct word for that at all. It would you'll be held <laughs> for all that you've done, or yeah. you'll beholden um, to all that you've done. Does he know oh, what yeah. words are no
2: oh okay, he cool language. <laughs> Behind Zorp and Glorp, um, <laughs> this uh, the, the the title. Steve asked what the title was, which is there was a 1972 report called "Limits to Growth," which is a report about the effects of the growing population and the problems that that will cause. And that report describes a has a section which is describing a map of the problematic. And he took that. Probably thought it sounded cool. Is it spelt like that the songs in the report? That, yes, it is. Yes. Huh. It is.
1: Is it French?
2: Maybe. Hmm. Um, fear and panic in the air.
0: A. I quite like the. Those like are the. Uh, those cool. are the lyrics that my girlfriend at the time had spray painted on her bedroom door. Cool. Um, really set up a, a whole right. vibe for her room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Uh, yeah sure. Two,
2: two moons of Mars. Before you entered the dungeon. Two moons of Mars, which is obviously on the front cover of the album and referenced in Phobos. Songs. Phobos and Dimios are the Greek gods mm-hmm. of fear and panic.
1: Oh. So that's and
0: they're cool. in the air. On the there
1: space. That's where space yeah, is. Yeah, 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 Up yeah, there, yeah, in yeah.
2: the sky.
0: Space is there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do you ever think about how yeah, it yeah, just yeah. sort of meat suits? On a rock that's hurtling through space. Nope, universe resol- revolves around me, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Someone once described us as uh, like a a consciousness piloting a magic skeleton. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, like life is is basically magic. It? <laughs> that it exists. It's right? tantamount. So we're just too, magical. Yeah. We're magical skeletons. Good.
0: You know, it's interesting. Like when I was um, about like nineteen, twenty. Maybe like even as late as twenty one, I was quite a militant sort of atheist, almost like to the point where it makes me like cringe thinking back on it. Really, basically, you read the God Delusion, uh, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah.
2: I yeah, owned yeah. the God Delusion and never read it. I think I just wanted to have it so I could also feel like an
0: it it's is charge. a good book. It, you know, it it does it does make some interesting arguments, but as I've gotten older, I really just don't care enough to sort of be that militant about it. But also. You you reach sort of a place where you're like, well, there is a, like, an end point to what we know, and really that, you know, God is just another word for that. But I feel very, at the moment, like, I feel very uh, aware that we are just on a big rock hurtling through space. Spinning
1: at an inconceivable speed. Yeah,
0: at an incredible speed. <laughs> But why don't yeah. we get dizzy? Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's because
2: the Earth is flat. Well, yeah, exactly. It's not really spinning. It's flat. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: must be it. All right, Matt Bellamy at some point, maybe. <laughs> Do you think he's a flat Earth? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it wouldn't surprise me. Like, I don't think he is, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um.
2: Uh. It's about an abusive relationship, from what I gather. Is it? Like about like an unhappy. I mean, a lot of his songs about relationships.
0: Fear like and you. panic in the air. You see, see, the first lyrics being fear and panic in the air. Make me think of something so much bigger, more global, like a like War. a terrorist attack. Well, yeah, or, it's probably you know, one of his. Like it's
2: probably one of his things of of it could be about something political or it could be about a girl. It's probably that. Isn't
4: yeah, it? but also his, it's his called of Map
0: thing. of the Problematic, and it has a great synth and guitar it's sound on it.
4: Great...
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was used to like
2: a trailer for Children of Men. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Which is Not... about. Which is about growing population having problems, right, or something? Yeah, but it's also quite a sad population,
0: isn't it? It's quite a sad, cold movie, and is not something that I would.
2: But I remember that movie being advertised as a bit more of a. I remember being advertised as seemingly a bit more of a. I think I think it gave the impression it was a bit more of a. Well, people can people
1: can't give can't conceive anymore. That was it. So there's just no more humans are being right. born. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Really what cool I mean. Idea, the, 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 the the limits to growth is probably like I can really do with a little bit. Of that. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Uh, that that's similar to the way that Drive was uh, advertised as being similar to like Fast and Furious. Yeah, so a synth yeah, wave,
2: yeah. A synth wave fast and furious, and in <laughs> yeah, fact, yeah, and, not, yeah. and then you see Ryan Gosling <laughs> stomping Such on a someone's quiet head. Quiet movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did I mention that the drum fills that then go into that second verse is really, 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 really good? I think. Uh, yeah, man, it's, just you did. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that that it, is it's the, the way that it lines
0: song. up with the guitar effect that's really like great. Yeah, dead, and that's dead, what dead, I mean dead, about dead. like dynamic Live. and oh, oh.
2: <mwah>. Live, it's a lot of fun. Live, it's a lot of fun. It's like a bit of a jumpy, jumpy kind of one. Like, like it's kind of a, <laughs> a jumper,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's also the last in the sweet... Of the synthy yeah. tracks because yeah. they're all kind of up front, which is actually a really nice piece of sequencing and makes the album flow really nicely, I think.
2: And then there's like middle rock, and then there's and then there's flamenco, the space cowboy. Uh, uh, th- yeah, in- the
3: initiative.
2: space cowboys. Before we <laughs> get space to space cowboy, before initiative. we get to cowboys, <laughs> shall we talk about soldiers?
0: Yeah. Yes, we probably should. Yes,
2: let's talk about.
0: Can't help holding in up with you by Elvis Presley. Oh. It's
4: identical. Red, spend, say. Say. Holy Holy food. Food.
2: Yeah. You either find it a bit nothingy or you really like it because you love a harmony. Well,
0: it's the harmonies.
2: Well, yeah.
1: I quite like I quite like Queen. So um this is a Queen song. Is it? And I quite like it.
2: I, didn't say, I yeah, don't think oh, I don't think it sounds oh, like Queen at all.
1: It's oh, well, got the harmonies. I don't think Queen no, have a har- monopoly on harmonies. Yeah, it's those harmonies. I think Queen have a monopoly on harmonies. The the, the, uh, but the way that they the way that they're done is if we're gonna talk about queen, think about
0: the middle section of Knights of Sidonia. That might be like the most uh That's your queen. the That's closest, your closest link. This is yeah. the
1: most queen song they've got so far. It it it's not necessarily a queen song, but yeah, the way that they do this harmonies and the way that they work in and out of each other is very, very queen. And I don't mind that, mate. Um it's very good. Um it's a nice little break, this song, like after yeah, like you said, that comes the end of the synth pop. And then there's this little break, uh, little water water breaker, and it's not too long. It's quite a nice,
2: like it's quite a nice breezy, like two. Yeah, it's like two minutes. It's like, two minute, two it's like
1: minutes. an interlude, basically. Um, and it could have been a bit of a boring, soft song, but it's got yeah, like the harmonies and stuff coming in and I out. I love and, all the and vocal different stuff Vocal going patterns on and stuff. I love all that. It's cool. Yeah, it's
0: Queen. Uh, the vocal stuff is something they carry yes, into yeah. the second half of the album as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it's not quite. It's it's can't help falling in love with you by Elvis. It, it really sounds, well, yeah, we were just
0: singing like it along. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which and, uh, which yeah. itself
2: apparently is actually itself a bit of a rip off of an 18th century French love song called
0: Plaisir
1: d'amour. Well, we all knew that, Lucas. It was almost the no point Queen in wrote a song it. to sound like yeah. Elvis, so I'm right. Mm, but not this song. Oh, whatever. No, it didn't. No. But you know, I made a connection. Oh, I like and, it I'm when you with it. two argue, actually. Mm. Uh,
2: this was originally written for Absolution. That makes sense. It has a lot in common oh. with
0: uh, "Falling Away," with or from it's, you. Yeah. I can't remember what it's. Okay, cool. But it was, and, but it was uh, originally Blackout. heavier,
2: and they they took it down. Oh, which okay. I which I was wondering if Adam would respond to because you obviously on a few songs have said you wish they'd sort of sat on their hands a bit more and done less, and on this they kind of have done less. I like this. Yeah,
0: I like which, this. I'm, I'm I am yeah. glad that it's only two minutes long. Uh, I think it's the perfect length for this song. Yeah, I
2: don't think this could sustain four minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But it
0: is, it, like Steve said, really nice breather at this point after like the seemingly like increasing energies of the last four tracks. So it's nice to have something to just... Sorry,
2: increasing energy after the end of Take A Bow.
0: Yeah, because that builds and then you get the release and it all starts building up again to the point where you get to Mapper of the Problematic K. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the harmonies are very cool i like how they're panned and the thing that they I, I like that the harmonies uh predict where the main vocal line is going so you'll get some of the lyrics in the harmonies before you get them from the main vocal yeah uh i really like yeah. that title's a bit on the nose isn't it
2: yeah i mean it's called a soldier's poem and it's about like
0: so, yeah don't soldiers soldier ha- don't it. soldiers have it rough yeah it is, it is but then there's some really i think there's actually really nice um lyrics on this like uh there's no there's no justice in the world and there never was yeah that he, obviously this he, is right like, in the old uh the old chest pumper but
2: obviously this is like iraq so, I mean, it's called? it's funny Medically? it's funny soldiers when it, like, yeah, yeah, when yeah. i hear soldiers poem i think of a man in a trench in world war one but actually but obviously like more more accurately for when this song's written and what they're probably singing about is actually like iraq
0: well, I think that just goes to show the cycle of conflict cycle of on conflict. planet Earth, doesn't it? Like, you know, soldiers have a lot in common in the fact that they are, you know, and the, and the song touches on it that, you know, all of them, no matter whether it's World War I, uh Iraq, other conflicts, you know, being sent to do the fighting of other people, you know, something that is, couldn't be worked out politically, you know, yeah. sending a bunch of people who you have nothing in common with to fight for you i think it's which is what like song touches on matt basically said that was
2: the idea is that people never talk about the actual soldiers when they're talking in like the media when they're talking about war it's all about the political side of it not the like men the men and women who are out there getting shot in the face exactly
0: yeah 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 uh yeah i i like I like i like i like the lyrics it's it's simple Spoiler alert, I mean, there's, a, there's only one song on the album that I dislike. Can you guess what it is? ExoPolitics. Interesting. Steve, do you want to guess which, which songs I think fucks and which songs I think sucks? I don't want to throw out a second guess. It's not fair.
1: I haven't a clue. Oh, interesting. So I'm Fair not enough. Bother.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. Steve's hit. Yeah, I don't Steve's want to talk about, real about it, Okay, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> do you want to go for like a granola yeah. bar or
1: something? <laughs> um, no. <I'm> <laughs> this is when
2: we're actually live. This is when we're live. I actually think it it lacks a bit because, like, the highlight of the song for me, the sort of the standout thing, is all the vocal
1: stuff going on, and they kind of can't do it because there's one mm. Matt and a Chris. I'm surprised they play it live. It's basically an interlude. It's a nice one.
2: Yeah, like they they, they they played it on piano. They played it on piano live, and then played it on guitar. We saw it on. We played it on guitar at like at harp. Who knows?
3: Um, no, we'll, we'll never know. Yeah, it's not. We'll I, simply never know.
2: I don't think it. I don't think it. There's no way to find out. <laughs> we
0: don't know. We'll
2: never know. <laughs> There's no justice in the world, and there never was. Well, here you go, Adam. You said about backing tracks. This is one where if they did all the Harmony stuff on a backing track and Matt kind of did his bit, that would be whack.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm glad they don't do
2: that. I'm glad they don't do that. But also, as a result... I kind of feel like the song lacks because it's, it hasn't got enough, because the vocal melody is such a part of it, all that sort of barbershop quartet stuff going on. Barbershop quartet? It's like quartet. the, it's like,
0: it's oh, like oh, the oh. highlight of the song.
4: No, oh, do, 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 do.
0: No, we haven't, we yeah, haven't reached barbershop then, quartet yet on this But hour. then I quite like the idea, I honestly don't remember the version from Harp. I know I saw it and I know it's on the thing, but um, uh, I quite like the idea of a very sparse version of this, the live version being very... Uh, a little bit more ethereal, a, a little bit more sparse. I, I like the idea of that. I can't remember if it's, that's what comes to pass.
2: So this and Invincible were originally one song. Oh. oh. Nah. Two that sides of the same coin. Sense. Sorry, I don't mean you're wrong. I, I'm not disagreeing with <laughs> I, you. I'm just... Now, when they say that, I don't really understand how what they mean by that. Do they literally mean it like blended from one to the other or was Invincible a completely different song and they, in some well, way, like how it, it does does
0: that... It does blend from one to the other. Like Spotify fucks it up again. Yeah, yeah. But if if you listen, you can hear like Matt walking from one place to another and sitting down at a piano, I yes, think. Yes,
2: but, and he does still, it's still the idea is they're both like, they're sort of a, sort of a, a pair. Yeah. Not I think they're just part song. one,
0: part two. Yeah, I think they would just put part one, they're kind of like part one, part two. I could see them doing that. It's interesting that they've separated them. Um, there's a radio track that's called uh, Polyethylene Parts One and Two, and Part One is just Tom on his own doing an acoustic thing, and then he goes, "Okay, one, two, three, four. and then it goes into Part no. Two, which is a completely different song to Part S- One. So, the, absolutely no relation at all. So, but I the, can see that being a similar thing.
2: Apparently, that what they sort of they were going to go directly as one continuous song, but the the falsetto. Which obviously, soldiers' poem is sung in, sounded weird on Invincible, and too high, so they had to like change the key around, and then it didn't work as one song because oh, you're changing okay. keys. and I stuff.
0: see. Okay, so they were literally gonna li- like just join the musical parts. Okay, yeah, maybe that doesn't. Yeah, I can't picture that really in my head, and then you don't have to picture music really because it's an audio.
1: Mm. It's audio. It's audio. It's audio. Audio. <laughs> it's audio. It's it's lime audio, (laughs) yes, exactly. And now,
2: (laughs) the next, maybe, maybe this is the one you don't like.
0: Check him. Let's have a little. Let's have a little listen to uh, (laughs) Invincibly.
1: of the season of Steve's little nostalgia rubbing, uh, nubbin being rubbed. Oh, it's <laughs> the first song that rubs my nubbin. We haven't had much nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had much nostalgia my, rubbing. My my little, my little quivering nostalgia nubbin is just gently being correct. We haven't had much of that um, this season. No, I couldn't tell you why. I think it's the slide guitar. Uh, I don't think that that gave me a little... Not the lyrics. So not the lyrics. Little, twi- yeah. little twinges. No, no, no. I don't, didn't listen to that. Uh, <laughs> it's bees. You don't need to listen to the lyrics. Yeah, it's a very sweet song. But yeah, like the the little. It's quite dreamy, and it made me like oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's some theremin.
0: I don't think that there is, but it's there is not there's th- something theremin-esque I think for sure. I think it's oh, the, yeah.
2: I think it's oh, it's Matt's chaos pad, isn't it? Just Matt's doing some oh, okay. very interesting stuff on the guitar. Yeah. He does, yeah. he does yeah, slide which, guitar, which, obviously, He's doing some slide, and I think
1: there's some f- chaos pad for all that I, I think it that that stuff elevates it just beyond being fine. Like I think it's okay. Like the the, the military drums are cool. But the ending, they're like when well, it explodes at the end. Yeah, the <laughs> ending is much better. Yeah. Uh,
0: this but, um, this for me is a much more successful version of Sing for Absolution. And they oh, do another um. and they
2: do another one of these on the next album to do okay i think another song that i would say is that album's invincible
0: this doesn't plod for me this like i i find so so, okay so, so i really like that it doesn't get like straight back into like the energy like i like that soldier's poem wasn't the only breather i like that they've taken the same energy as soldier's poem and then built from there on the next track if you see what i mean uh, it's a, it's and then when nice it does build. start building
2: its uh it's nice, it's like oh, here we come. Yeah. Here we go. Exactly. And that bass starts going, it's really nice bass sound.
0: Brum, I like that. Brum, brum, I brum. find that the lyrics kind of uh towards the cringiness. They're so cheese. They they're are not so great. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but the opening sounds that they're using, Matt's like slide guitar, I think they're really cool and they hold my attention beyond like the song itself. And then it just exactly. like opens up, doesn't it? I mean yeah. Adam, you
2: talk about you you're obviously a big fan of form meeting function. Yeah. Originally the lyrics for this were like more darker and political and serious. Okay. And then Matt was like, I don't think this suits the music and then instead wrote a love song. And then went, this is too far in the opposite direction. Interesting. And kind of split the difference and did like a sort of uplifting song that's not about love. It's just kind of like do, a, a positive do, track.
0: Do, do, do you know what song it reminds me of? Not not all the way through, but the opening reminds me of One by You 2 Or as Lucas will know it, One, the second half of that song by Lighthouse Family. <laughs> uh, but-, <laughs> but this is them going like full u2 yeah. i think in terms of like fist raising chest pounding like together we are invincible but it's
2: not very chest poundy in terms of the music because it doesn't get that big well, it does right uh, it does the at end. the end
0: like yeah i mean we would be absolutely mental if we didn't play the tapping bit right yeah, I mean I
2: like the bit before the tapping. I like when the bass builds up and it's going doob dooba 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 that is.
0: I mean let's <laughs> uh, let's play some of that <laughs>
2: Yeah, the solo's man. cool. The after the solo when it goes <laughs> Sounds
4: like sounds like <laughs> sounds like
0: Dragon Force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool. I mean again sort of sort of like full U2. I mean that's full stadium, really right? Describe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh all the stuff before that is also cool though. Like there is stuff that is happening in my left ear. That is a completely different vibe, even to the stuff that's happening in my right ear, and it all sort of coalesces into this kind of messy but very interesting uh, collage of sounds. So, actually, you'd be wrong in saying that uh, this is this is the one that I dislike
3: because I like this.
2: Well, yeah, this uh, is the other one that they recorded in that first studio during the vibe, Mar- Mar- the Mar- 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 Vell- Millwire Vell- Vell- Studio, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's the other one. They ba- uh, they basically got fed up of not being able to crack, take a bow, and we like, let's let's do a nice, let's do it, let's do a fun song, let's do a nice. Song. Yeah, sure. It will go in my two of the weakest, I think. Oh, but that's not to say I don't like it. It's just that I think this album's yeah. really strong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think it definitely has a place on the album. It's sequenced really well. Yeah. This album, I think, like and. Uh- to have this in the middle is a good shout.
2: Yeah, I, I don't, this they haven't played this live in
0: a long time and I don't miss really, it.
2: Really? That surprises and me. They, they, they got, an, they, like no, I doesn't say, doesn't. on the i take that back.
0: I'm off. so sorry. I'd actually like to uh, give a formal apology for what I just <laughs> said. Because uh, it doesn't I surprise you. deeply regret what I said and I take it back and I won't say it again. I'm really sorry. Uh, it's, it's, I don't because, your it's because they do Fuck a big. They, you, <laughs> it's because they do a they do a big
2: stadium ballad on the next album that uh, becomes more of their stadium ballad.
0: Oh right, they just replace stadium ballad with new stadium. I mean, ballad. surely
2: you remember the song.
0: I don't remember anything about the Resistance. Honestly, like maybe spoilers for the uh, for the episodes, but uh, I I've tried to wipe the Resistance from my memory. <laughs> your
2: heart isn't pure enough.
0: Oh you're talking about Guiding light. Okay. Big wing. I don't I don't really know anything Big about, wing. <laughs> about <laughs> guiding light. That's fine. <laughs> Big wing from Lucas there.
2: Um something about um heavy big big
0: banger heavy. what a heavy, what an heavy, banger heavy big, heavy big big, big banger, big banger. <laughs> now this uh, one you know doesn't like if i was going to find the time to reveal the one that i really don't like on this album it wouldn't be now because what a big fucking banger oh. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: what a fake out oh, boy, boy.
0: i just love I love that it's uh, a rock song that is about fighting over small droplets of water that appear on the grass in the morning.
1: Go on something about Jew. The, the war is, is over yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Do they open sets with this Lucas? Um fuck fuck
2: very seldom. They opened they opened the shepherd's bush by request gig with Assassin. Oh okay. And that's yeah, like, seems like this is for you fans. Let's fucking kick it off with a bang.
0: Overdue. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. War is yeah, yeah, yeah. overdue. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I always love the heavy one an on album though. Like and I wonder if that is a common theme from now on that they'll just have like one heavy one per album. <laughs> I mean is there only one heavy I guess there's only one really heavy I mean I mean I would
2: call take a bow heavy. At the end. But it's not in the same way. It's not a It's not a metal yeah, song. Yeah, it's not like a... This Rick is like heavy, a metal yeah. song, essentially. Not metal, but you know. But
1: I wonder if they do that from now... Oh, we'll find out, um, I suppose. But yeah, I wonder if there's like right, the heavy Running one. through it in mind, Rather than lots of heavy ones, which they should have.
0: Yeah, we're kind of... I, I like that this takes the energy from the end of Invincible and runs with it. And now we're in a little rock corner.
4: Yeah.
2: Dirty little rock yeah. corner. Which, I mean, these... And these are the ones that Dutton. they had earliest, right? So Assassin and ExoPolitics were like the main two that were getting played long before the album right because i guess those sorts of songs are easier to write on tour write
0: a rock song i guess so but then this is deceptively sort of complex i think but then that's that's what mews are like good at right it's It's like those deceptively sorts barbershop quartet song well i do love the like whatever is happening with the vocals in the background and and the it's, it's so cool
2: how about we play the track i've sent you which is the isolated audio tracks no way. Oh. oh, okay. Is it yes. Freddie Mercury? I think Steve's going to enjoy this because Steve loves the bloody harmony. Bloody, it's so bloody, ridiculous bloody, when bloody, you realise how much bloody. is going on in this song.
4: War is overdue. the time has come for you to down, join control, an in what?
1: That is a barbershop quartet. It's a barbershop quartet. Now, if you don't hear bohemian fucking rap, It's Rhapsody, barbershop quartet. There, it's literally got that version.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's cool. I really like That's that. That's really, really cool. That.
0: Yeah, I hadn't heard that before. That's great. It's um, so fun. If you if you want a really great example of my issues with absolution, play Stockholm Syndrome and then play this. Because there's so much more like dynamic and changes in the sonic landscape and weird things going on and actually you know i listened to absolution again after we did the episode and in stockholm syndrome you can hear weird back masked uh Mm -hmm. like harmonies and stuff going on but they're all just sort of buried in that weird mix that we were talking about but here they're like put front and center and they're kind of it is a weirder album i think I just think that's
2: yeah. it's this just sounds so cool. I love Assassin, but I can't agree with any notion that this is better than Stockholm Syndrome because that's oh, just this that's so just absurd to
3: me.
1: That's Stockholm just absurd Syndrome. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do agree with Lucas. I prefer it but like yeah, yeah that's no, no, it on. you wrote. It it's
0: you a, know, very, uh, it's oh, yeah. a very Bloody it's a
1: very it's a very overtly storm the capital
2: and shoot the president in the face song.
0: Oh, it's Oof. so silly. He talks about the demonocracy in it. Yep. Have you got... Please, please inform us on the demonocracy. Oh, I, if did you you down, I did
2: write it down. I read it and I thought...
0: It's the government that oversees hell. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? He wants to destroy the demonocracy. It's yeah, so yeah. silly. That's so cool. And it's
2: just big. and uh, So, so. obviously, Adam knows this because you asked about it before we start recording. There's another version of this song called the Grand Omega Bosses version, which, first of all... What a fucking combination of words. Yeah, what does that mean? The does Grand mean Omega Bosses. It just sounds like a video game boss in like
3: Street yeah. Fighter. Yeah, it does. Um, I think like, it's one it of the acronyms, else, actually. So.
2: I think Grand Omega Boss Grand Omega Bosses is a acronym of Debase Mason's Grog, which this song was one of those acronyms for Message Board song. Of course.
0: Of course ah, it was. Just it's an acronym. Sure.
2: Um basically there's another version of this song, Steve. I think we'll listen to it when we do the B-sides episode but there's basically a, a whole two-minute long section in the middle of this song where it goes in a completely different direction. Yeah. I kind okay. of like this not on the album. I think this one's more more, more,
0: tight. I do think the other one fits on the album, though, and is also sillier, which I'm up Very for. Very silly. <laughs> uh,
2: it's got a whole like middle section, and over the main riff, there's like a whole guitar bit going on. Zoidberg. Yes, yeah. Um, Zoidberg. It's cool. It's a cool mm. bit, and they they do that as like live. They'll sometimes do the like the Grand Omega Bosses bit as like an outro to the song instead of I love in the middle of the song bits.
0: I love that live. They'll just do bits.
2: They'll do a bit of Grand yeah. Omega Bosses for the Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They'll just do they'll just do like a little sketch. Yeah, they'll just do five minutes mean? of bits. Like, five minutes yeah, of bits. Just <laughs> bit. Yeah, it's just yeah, It's just five minutes of improv. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was the it was the the
2: b side to Knights of Cydonia was the Grand Omega Boss's assassin.
0: It's weird that this wasn't a single to me. It's too short, though, isn't it? How do you mean? Well,
2: it's only, oh, fuck it, it's three minutes 31. Three it and feels, a half, yeah. It feels like a tight two minutes. That's just because it's punchy. It's good. T- time punchy. flies when you have Grand fun. Omega Boss's edit is five minutes, 20 seconds long. Excellent. So it is a full <laughs> two minutes of extra stuff.
0: I mean, we just need, uh, I, sh- I just like that it is shedding light on the government that oversees hell.
4: Yeah,
2: which we people mm. need to know about. They
0: do.
3: Yeah. And also they people do. need to
2: know that this was on Guitar Hero World Tour. <laughs> yeah. And there was an achievement for getting a score of
1: 222,222 mm.
3: 222
2: yeah. on the drums. Mm. And the achievement was called yeah. Muse to My
1: Ears. There is a uh, massive drum drum fill at the start, and it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah it's just a cool, it's just a really good song. Uh, a big
2: fan fave, not played live very often, but they played it occasionally, and they played it at the Shepherd's Bush gig, and that's all that matters because I was they
0: don't cool. play this very often, really.
2: No, they'll play like it's, it's not never. I mean,
0: shall we have a little quick? I mean, they definitely played it. Like it was it was a oh staple the time, the black holes and oh, revelations tour, yeah, the tour, black right? holes yeah. tour. Like
2: they played most of the songs from the album, but that's not surprising because it's promoting the album uh 2018 one time 2017 twice 2016 five times 20 and then 2005 a few times and then yeah black cosmic relations era so yeah really seldom actually it's a fan one more than anything i think cool something about
0: So all of the all of the segues are like something Something about uh, exopolitics. Well, there is there is something that um that links uh the the two songs in in my head anyway. But Steve,
2: you the other day just messaged us just saying the words exopolitics. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because you're about to say that you're. I don't know if that's because you're going to say that you fucking love this song or you just like the words. But let's find out.
0: Well, I messaged okay. him back saying da, 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 Which obviously mm. he
2: read in the correct melody. Oh, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I did a good job of typing it out. You
1: did, yeah, yeah. 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 Let's hear that. Absolutely my favourite track on the album. It's a big stomp. I mean, apart from Nights of Sidonia. Yeah, right. Apart yeah. from Nights of Sidonia. Let's just... We're Nights of Sydonia is their
0: cool. design for life, where you just go, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a given. Yeah,
2: No, I think that's unsustainable. Uh, I think that's
1: the second law, part one. I don't what you, remember. The, what are you... Like, right, it's I something, know, yeah. It's
0: awesome. like your bloody...
1: Like I'm predicting, Adam. This is the one Adam hates, but I absolutely well, love. He did this. just say a minute ago, though. I
2: want to listen to the whole song. So no, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah like, I think this is, it, is great.
0: Is. This is peak. Oh, okay, absolute good, yeah. fucking nuts. <laughs> the rhythm. Uh, so Adam <laughs> likes it because Adam <laughs> likes the lyrics. <laughs> I think these lyrics are insane.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait to hear what well, they
0: are.
4: Because I, <laughs> I didn't care. I actually
2: probably rate this the lowest on the album.
4: Really?
1: Yeah uh you're wrong not 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 uh, not i dislike it because i really (laughs) like it again it's a really good album the rhythm of that riff completely hooked me because it just it really surprised me i don't know it just sounds different not as well um (laughs) to what i've heard from really fun
2: to play on the guitar
1: yeah and and really memorable like i
2: i i I didn't pick up a guitar for something like four years at one point like i don't know a long time i literally just like they were in a bag well you were you were
0: um ordered by a judge not to weren't you yes after my crimes mm. <laughs> yes. but I remember like this is one of those ones where I was going to be like
2: it's very like straight back in there because it's so catchy yeah, nah, nah, and like it's a good riff
1: but then then you got the chorus and then the riff comes in like after the bit of the chorus and it's but it's heavier so, so like you hear oh, this is favourite on the album I had my bass face the whole time like <laughs> I'm doing I'm pursing my lips together. No,
2: I did I think this is great. Yeah, great. It's it's always I think it's, got, I, I, like it's I like it it's a good stomper. It's like a dance this again it's a bass heavy like kind of not dancey but yeah. it's got that sort of gro- it's, it's got a groove. It's got a groove to it. But it to me it's more of the it's it's probably the most just like standard rock song on the album though.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Although it's got some theremin and stuff again. It does some theremin does. stuff. But I
2: mean, what it new does. songs don't have a bit of theremin and stuff? <laughs> yeah, they've true. all got A
1: bit of theremin. Steve. But I tell you what, we've all it's had a bit of theremin. To play- we've all we've all had we've all had a few. <laughs> it's starting that theremin part is-, is starting to sort of play notes that kind of seem to merge the first half, in- and it's starting to go that um, space cowboy. Like I don't I don't know how to describe it, but the, the notes that are there.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's very good, Lucas. That's That's true. It does sound like a like a good, bad and ugly style whistle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly that. And it's starting to give you little hints of this. Oh it's really well sequenced this
0: record actually, isn't it? It's (laughs) really good. Um, This
1: is like the one they had like the
2: most Ready to go This was just like they, they, they had it on the on tour They came into the studio And they were like Yeah let's record that one Because we've got it Well it's
0: quite simple isn't
2: it And they, I don't, it sounds like They didn't really change much Or anything yeah. When it came to Recording in the studio They apparently They, they added some uh, Antique items Being crushed Because that's on the credits <laughs>
0: Okay Antiques Why? items Crushed
2: on ExoPolitics By Tom Kirk And that's in the credits Okay sure So somewhere <laughs> in the mix There's something being Crushed Let's not sell right.
0: these for money. These <gasps> oh are my, my God! Kids. It was. I'd like to crush them. It was the Holy Grail. Do you know what he crushed? Yeah. it was the, fucking it was Holy, the Holy Grail. Grail.
2: Holy Grail. Yes. Uh, Adam, me and you saw the last ever live performance of this song. W- what Wembley? So Wembley, when they did all of this album, top to bottom, it's the last time they played. This oh, song. they didn't play
0: it um, at the Stades. No. no, 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 no.
2: Old no, Wembley no, Wem no. Stades. Nope. Wem- they played at Wemreen. <laughs> And (laughs) on the on the second of the three nights at Wemreen, and never again. (laughs)
0: Really? So so this got um, cycled out pretty quickly. Yep.
2: Well, um, maybe they were bored because obviously it was the one that was the first to be in. Right. They'd been playing
0: it for a long time. Also, it wasn't a
2: single. Uh, I don't think it's not that much of a fan favourite. I mean, people like it, but people like Muse songs when they're in them Muse
0: fans. But like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Thinking about that, that's. Yeah, it'd be the first one I'd drop. Good point uh what from the
1: album or from the no from
0: the live, from the live. T- oh right okay fair enough yeah nah, it
1: should just be this like <laughs> uh, rolls, the lyrics yeah, are, three the lyrics
2: hours. are about some stuff
0: well hang on oh, before we me. get to before we get to the lyrics i i this has something in uh, in common with assassin which i'm pretty sure that he's done loads of times before but it stood out to me on this album which is his vocals are like ballad style vocals but on fast songs so if you had just the vocals like if someone sent you just the vocals and said write a song to this you'd probably write a song that was like half this tempo
2: are you talking more about the chorus or the verse
0: all of it he like stretches out like especially the verse he stretches it out and an assassin as well like the chorus you know when he's like uh Losing control, an increasing yeah. yeah. pace. You could see it being like, da 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 da, da da da, da.
3: <laughs> do, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Adam just getting into it a bit there. Oh, All right, sorry, I thought we'd lost you. <laughs> Adam had his head back and his eyes closed. The fun thing is, I, is
0: it's it's a nice like it increases the tension of the song for me.
2: It is interesting that this yeah. is the one that gets cycled out the first, essentially because yeah, because it's so because good. Also, this is this is the one that <laughs> lyrically and thematically is on brand with the tour and the show. Yes,
1: yes. Right, what, so let's talk about the lyrics then. Tell me what I didn't bother listening. Well, to. Well, did you hear the the chorus when it's talking
0: about uh, when the when the zetas fill the sky? Will our leaders right. tell us why? because it's not talking about Catherine okay. Zeta Jones. I'll tell you that.
1: Ah, oh, okay. Cuz she can't.
0: Lucas,
2: fly. tell us tell us what he's what he's talking about. <laughs> well, it's about a few things. It's about but basically <laughs> it's mm. about the idea of uh of the government orchestrating a false flag alien invasion mm. of f- satellites that are yeah. actually weapons mm. that they can point at anyone on earth. And so, like, fully loaded satellites can either, like, kill us or mind control us. So, like, we'll conquer nothing but our minds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was very obsessed with the Harp installation at this point, which is an Alaskan, uh, like, radio station that monitors radio waves and weather. I don't know. It looks cool. (laughs) It's got, like, loads and loads of, like, antennas. It looks very, like, it looks like the sort of thing a conspiracy theorist would go... They're controlling our brains from that station in Alaska. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Is it, like in Alaska, that makes it seem like remote and secretive. And so, like, the idea of this re- this research, government-funded research thing, being about mind control, putting satellites in space, the Zetas are basically like alien spaceships. Else, There's also well, some the, stuff about the, the Zeta Reticuli star system mm-hmm. invading Earth.
0: Well, Z- Zetas are the slang term for the classic grey aliens, with the, oh, okay. with the big heads and the, the classic, big eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul yeah. from the
2: popular film Paul. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the definitive one of that style, right? It's Paul. Yeah,
1: from yeah. Paul. Okay.
0: And it's interesting that you put it that you've put you've put it that way because the way I've always read it, not having done any research, but knowing what Zetas are because I love the X Files, is the, the idea of the. The alien ships filling the sky, but it's just our leaders in disguise. So I. So you, mean, was... you mean literally. You don't mean in terms of like a false yeah, flag. I, I thought a false like flag our
2: Prime option. Minister you mean... was
0: like taking off his face and he was an alien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're talking about
2: popular TV
0: series V. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I thought, Matt Bellamy, you mental you fucking idiot. <laughs> and, and so because Steve, exopolitics and... is also about politics outside of something which i've always taken to mean our atmosphere yeah and the political dealings we were having with the aliens you know aliens. aliens and so
2: and so steve the the both the both the arena tour and the stadium tour well the harp gig were sort of modeled after like satellite stations
0: cool
1: yeah, I mean I guess yeah, all of that gonna... has made me love
0: this song more. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. I mean we'll it's, noms- it's silly nonsense. We're going to do a commentary about Harp, but I remember um, Yeah. uh the stage show for the Wembley harp Arena gig. I mean Dom was in like a little space pod yeah. <laughs> that um that raised <laughs> up to reveal yeah. him. <laughs> it was cool. It and then there was, was lots of like something. antennas like
2: drapes and cables across the stage. Yeah. And then, like, the stadium gig took it a step further with, like, big satellites. Yeah, where it
0: had actual, and, and like, like dishes, right? Like, radio dishes and and stuff. And
2: if you want to take it a step further, if you really want to get conspiracy theorists on it, if you look at the harp gig from above, it makes the shape of an alien's head. maybe a coincidence I don't know it looks Uh, I've seen
0: that because of the um, because of where the the way that the golden circle it looks like the classic grey it looks like a grey
2: with like a big and then like the pointy it looks like that Cool, Uh, yeah absolute nonsense what a load of absolute stupid shite
0: (laughs) yes and that's why I love love it
2: it. (laughs) see but this will be interesting to see where you go because you like this because it's silly and stupid and just over the top and and like just waffle like silly conspiracy waffle and you love X-Files when they're doing that on album eight with virtual reality and the world being taken over by an algorithm, I wonder if you'll st- is enjoy it in that same tongue in cheek way, or if you'll go, "Yeah, going, I'm not sure." I a mean, fucking I, load of stupid I, shite. You know,
0: I, I like, I guess going forward from what I know, and it is limited at this point. Like, I know that I, I think I know that I like the music less. Do you know what I mean? Like regardless of what they're talking about. Yeah, so that, that, I respond so that doesn't help the sonics yeah. less. Yeah. yeah. Uh
1: can I talk to you about a similarity I heard in this? Please. Oh. So um could you line up uh three minutes twenty nine from this song, please? And just pay attention to the way he sings patiently. What what song? Would that be okay, Adam, please? What song? Uh this Exopolitics. Oh, oh. He wants you to play I'm three Muse. minutes for of this song. Yeah, yeah. 3 minutes 29 of
0: ExoPolitik.
1: 3.29. The way he says patiently. Patiently. No. He says it different, but there's a reason it's why. which harmony you're listening to, actually. He Does a he lovely up, harmony. Yep, yeah. That's it. You see where he goes up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you could play, if you could search for audio slave like a stone. Oh, I know exactly the bit you mean. Yeah. Now is the song called Like a Stone or you want me to search that like a stone? Yes. Oh right, okay. Very good. We don't have times. (laughs) Search it like a stone might. Have you got a Four minutes thirteen. Thank you. that oh yeah yeah, yeah. That. so yeah it's interesting that it's the same vocal pattern but on the same word and which I came wonder, first who do i well.
0: hate now yeah yeah who do i hate now who what, which yeah. came first
2: i think like a stone came second i think that song's yeah, like I think a bit older right. than
1: that no i think i think oh like no 2003 like a stone. i came hate now. muse yeah. now yeah <laughs> But yeah, it's the same vocal pattern and the same word. And like, I instantly thought, oh, that's Like a Stone, as I heard this song. But um, yeah. What? Um, and you sad thought sad it was Chris like Cornell's the yeah. song Like a Stone, you know or what? you thought the song it's was <laughs> Like a Stone. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you
2: say Chris, Chris Cornell's dead, because I was about to give a uh, horrible take. I was about to say the uh, something horrible, which I was going to say, God, Chris Cornell really did have a really punchable face, didn't he? <laughs> <gasps> well, yeah. Great voice. I quite, so. I, I quite like Soundgarden. Uh, I like Audio Slave, but he had such a punchable
1: face. <laughs> But he also uh, did the best Bond theme. He did the I, one no, of the best the Bond themes. best.
0: Yeah. He did a good one. I mean, it's not the fucking... No, I know, I know. It's not fucking Thunderball, though, is it? One of, though. The best is GoldenEye. Yeah, no, it is. Oh, uh, GoldenEye written by you too. Really? Yeah, it was written by Bono and the Edge. Uh,
2: the best Bond theme was done by Muse, but we'll get to that. Anyway,
0: yeah. Cool
2: song. What's next? Let's do it. Uh, shall we begin the... Uh, shall we take a, little, take a little trip to the... This mm-hmm. to, the, to the south of
4: the of the of the Boo!
2: positively to putting strings in songs. I also like big things. So I love like this song.
3: Strings.
0: Yeah. Because it's, got, of big, you love it, though, it's really. got big strings. Yeah, it's big. yeah, it's good. It's all big. I like God, I like well, your drums, little just... uh, I like your little build up to your revelation that you uh, that like, you this like song. it. Yeah. Allow me uh, indulge me if you will. Uh we've talked a lot about things sounding rocky Mm -hmm. this is perhaps the closest this season maybe (laughs) both seasons (laughs) to something that sounds like it's on the rocky soundtrack (laughs) those strings are so this is a mariachi
2: but it's 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 mariachi but also the strings are quite like like middle eastern they've kind of got that kind of arabic vibe going on as
0: well it's kind of a cool
1: mix of the two
0: yeah it's this is the most successful of their like spanish influence sort of songs you know
1: i was gonna say so the drums that latin drum groove that is throughout this had me foaming at the penis (laughs) it's so good you should get that checked out what you know, especially like you if it's oh, related to things um, that you but, hear, uh... <laughs> it seems an odd thing to have happened to you. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, it, it's like pure Latin drum groove. It's so good. Yeah, um, there's a break at two minutes. It's amazing the strength. Then, then the, the, there's at like three. It's about three. Oh, it's about. It's at exactly three minutes twenty-three. Like the way the drums come back in, and then straight into that trumpet. That's ridiculous. But that little, the way the drums. Bring the song back is at that bit is just great. I actually and got a so little bit of context for that. Song. I don't know
0: if I don't know Lucas. You might have the same thing written down. To be honest, go ahead. No, go okay. Ahead. Uh, that's I. I, didn't wanna, I might like, have it written down. Your... I've
2: got a lot of things written down. As if you see, well, I don't want to step on your toes. To, you have got
0: all... stuff about the. You step. Okay. On well, they my they turns, were in the, they were in the studio and they had the whole track like <laughs> sort of like laid down basically. Yeah, like even the strings, and basically like who who was it that produced it? Was it Rich Costi? He said, "This mm-hmm. needs more trumpet." How you and don't you'll know how never to... guess who walked through the door. <laughs> it wasn't. It was, it was only bloody Sean Moore from the Manx Street Preachers. Yeah, <laughs> and he said, "I hear you need trumpet." <laughs> so there. So yeah, yeah. he uh, <laughs> laid down the trumpet, and uh, a bit of rock and roll history was yeah. was made.
2: Yeah, because they needed more trumpet.
0: They did. It was um, a confusing uh, situation to have happened.
2: They 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 actually didn't have the strings at first. This whole song
0: existed, but without <laughs> the, the thing, strings. Sorry, the thing that was weird about it is that the engineer said, we need more trumpet. And then everyone froze mm-hmm. for 48 hours while Sean left Wales, got on a plane to America, found yeah. them in the studio, and then opened the door. It's very odd, very yeah. odd. To, to the people in the studio it seemed like it had happened immediately but there was
1: actually a fortune with, with a
2: part fully written he just walks in and starts <laughs> going <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> he came in just as the drums <laughs> had finished the film. <laughs> burst in
2: um uh matt's vocals on this are incredible yeah really good like when he's when he says and i will avenge fuck my ass the the, the pipes <laughs> that that bloke has he is absolutely belting it out, and that's when oh, the strings are truly rocky, and the well, strings fully go like the elevate, and I am frothing. So cool! It's everything I love in a song. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the ultimate Lucas song. It's such Lucas bait. It's it's so it's so flamenco, so like Spanish and all that. Yeah, and yet the strings, to, and then, yeah. and and but yet there is also this like Arabic tinge to it that's like. It's absolutely there in the strings there's that kind of like middle Eastern sound, surely you yeah 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 surely Definitely, you, yeah. It's, yeah it's' how do those two things go together so um, coherently
0: oh you'd probably be looking at the uh, the Crusades, i suppose uh and mm. and like conquistadors and the the melding of cultures around that time, I guess I think there's a lot of influence that. Spreads between both of those musical styles.
2: I love it gave a proper answer, didn't it? That's really oh, good. I'm
0: sorry. Did you know? What? sorry, uh, I just, uh I don't no, know. No, Matt Bellamy saw good, it good. in a dream and an alien said to him Do some <laughs> strings. I don't know. There you go. The uh I mean, let's talk about the all seeing eye who appears on these lyrics. <laughs>
2: Incredible. I mean, that's like the Illuminati eye in the triangle, isn't it?
0: again absolute fucking nonsense and
2: i love it i mean this is this has definitely got similar themes to to assassin in terms of like what it's singing about
0: yeah for sure
2: Uh, yeah it's that sort of thing uh the bit where the bass comes back and it's like
4: and that
2: gets more and more like distorted and the guitar
0: yeah, it sounds almost like a dance track such at that point. So cool, just a cool song. I love this. Song. I think it's just a cool song, guys.
2: This song I to me, cool song. I, 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 this song reminds me of, uh and maybe it's just because album placement and it's like big and dramatic. But like, it's this album's butterflies and hurricanes.
4: Oh, but maybe it's just because
2: it's like right. that sort of like three quarters of the way through the album, big, dramatic, epic. Orchestral, there's not be. orchestral and Butterflies and Hurricanes. It's piano. I can't hear
1: orchestral anywhere on this album. Don't, don't. Good. Do yeah. Don't, don't do that.
2: Such a good song. Do
3: like yeah, woefully really
2: underrated in terms of like they haven't played this live since Black since the Black Heart Relations tour. Like, huh? Th- this should be like considered one of their fucking big Titanic
0: heavy hitters. Is it doesn't sound anything like a ship sinking into the Atlantic Ocean on April twelfth, nineteen twelve.
2: Played alone, in two thousand and six and seven, one. once in two thousand and eight, never again.
1: There is glaciers melting in the dead of night earlier aren't it on yeah, icebergs, It was on the choice. It was
2: on the choices for the yeah, Shepherd's true. Bush yeah. gig though. So it shows that they're open to playing it again. Because <sighs> it was on the options, so it's possible.
0: It, it, um, I can't remember what they do with it uh, uh, when they're playing it live because they don't tend to have strings with them. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll but,
2: be, it'll be Morgan playing on the thing, right? They did have yeah, Dan Dan the trumpet uh, man though it, it heart, a... so that's cool. Is <laughs> his name Dan Dan? His name's Dan, but it's Dan Dan the trumpet man. Uh, <laughs> this is like so this this whole like Dan this whole like se- sequence of songs now is like Matt had been li- had been listening to a lot of Ennio Morricone oh okay spending more yes, time in america that makes sense and, yes yes <laughs> and, and spending more time in america than they ever had because obviously like they didn't really break america and they sort of discovered america and i think matt quite in, like liked the you know the culture and everything and so sure this that's you know he'd watch a lot of westerns and that sort of thing which obviously informs this even though this is very no like shit <laughs> even though this is very like latin <laughs> yeah it is it is also very like western in a way isn't it oh yeah but those yeah. two things do kind of...
0: But that is also, you know, again... In, Brent, in, in Brent the, fingers coming together. That That is also, yeah. again, in the culture where sort of like, you know, if you're thinking of Westerns, you're thinking of, usually thinking of California, Texas, New Mexico, you're right on the border with Mexico, which has that yeah. sort of Latin influence from the And they're South all shot America, in... Central um, America.
2: Aren't they all shot in,
0: in Italy? Oh, uh, no. spaghetti Westerns. Spaghetti so Westerns, to that's, to it. Spaghetti Westerns. that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of
2: the word yeah. spaghetti.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So that okay, then, Adam, there.
2: means that you don't like Hoodoo. Or I don't like Knights of, Nights of don't, don't be It idiot. could be Knights
0: of Cydonia, Lucas. We don't know. Let's listen to Hoodoo and find out.
1: Adam doesn't like this song. Uh, yeah, it's the one Adam doesn't like. But I love how they're yeah, it's the one like, I just like. fuck it. It's it yeah, we're on horses, it's Western. But they're
2: not this is this not upbeat though, so they're not like riding horses. They're like sitting around did, a campfire did, did, regaling us of tales of their being on horses.
0: <laughs> or they're <laughs> slowly they're nice. like
2: loping. It gets, it gets quicker horses, though, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, but then at the end, I mean yeah, at the end it gets Yeah. Should we play a little bit, of, a the little bit at the way.
0: end? Let's play a little bit at the end. Yeah, yeah okay.
2: No, it shows how it, like how f- many of these songs aren't first chorus, first chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus. Because so many of these songs, we're having to play a little second clip to get to like the well, bit where it's completely so, different.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've written down that this is this is. I feel this is a bit closer to Origin of Symmetry in terms of this. A lot. This seems more of a classical arrangement. I I compared um, this to Megalomania, and yeah, also yeah. Rule by
2: Secrecy on the last album. It's the big, sort of slower but kind of big dramatic sort of one, yeah isn't it, on the yeah
1: other i way. think it's really cool and i think it works in these three i really like it adam doesn't like it why um, adam tell us why oh uh, do you want to have a guess at why I why
0: tell I don't me like why it?
1: are you gonna say the lyrics
0: do you know what it's less lyrics and more it might boil down to like just the title oh <laughs> really <laughs> well do you guys know what hoodoo is
2: a hoodoo is a mushroom-shaped rock structure, typically found in the desert, always looking like it's about to tip over and fall off.
0: Uh, it's also the name given to the religion of African slaves in America, which was sort of like heavily influenced by African and Haitian religions and culture, and it incorporated now, voodoo and tenets. Okay, of I was going to say are you not mixing.
2: I, I didn't know hoodoo and voodoo. I I, so,
0: I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so hoodoo is kind of an evolution of voodoo that was uh, kind of it kind of uh, became an invention in order to keep it secret from uh, their slave masters, basically, and it spread across the southern states as a religion of um, black people who were kept as slaves in the United States. So, again, in a similar way to feeling good, like we talked about in the Origin of Symmetry episode, it's a weird thing to draw into your... Big dramatic sci-fi album uh, about aliens and yeah, cowboys. I, but is it more?
2: Is it probably more likely? Although th- you can't escape that that is also a thing. Yeah, it's probably more. They probably were more thinking of the rock structure. In the well, desert.
0: this is my thing. Is like, has he just made a goof? You know, like, and he didn't realise that that's what hoodoo is. Um, and he didn't think about it. Or, yeah, like exactly. Maybe he didn't think about it, which actually then says more about his sort of level of artistic does He do, doesn't, re- doesn't do his research. Yeah, just doesn't do like, a quick Google. I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a great goof.
2: We've got a long time before we get to it on the most recent <laughs> album. There's a hilarious goof. That okay, okay,
0: I can't wait to discuss. To but the other thing is, is that because this song has the feel of a southern almost New Orleans kind of bluesy Spanish sort of feel to it. It invokes sort of black music and black culture in a way that other songs on this album don't. And so it's difficult for me to to not draw the line between hoodoo ble- being a part of black slave culture and this kind of music being a part of black culture and you know it's difficult to not draw the line there and Mm. and instead think oh he's talking about weird shaped rocks so what do
1: you think of the song itself let's say it was called something else like horse horses say it was called spicy 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 spicy
0: space cowboy (laughs) i think it indulges their worst instincts as a as a band uh which is to kind of uh and i and i think that's part of it is to inappropriately appropriate something from another culture, but also that sort of uh thing of like, well, we're just gonna drop a big sort of classical thing in at the end of a completely different sound the thing we say they, they
2: always think add more, let's add more, let's add
0: more, yeah, add exactly more. exactly, maybe would I would preferred have heard it if it, it was the first bit continued. Yeah, and maybe was like Soldier's Poem and it was two minutes long instead of three minutes 43. Do you know what I mean? It just it, it seems to indulge all of those things that I typically dislike about how muse use classical music sometimes. Does that make sense? Now, what's muse use? What's weird? <laughs> when I was doing my research for this one...
2: uh the lyrics for this song were voted Lyric of the Decade in 2009. Oh, fine, boy. fine. Let me con- allow me to continue. And then going through and reading like old Reddit threads and things like that about Hoodoo and stuff like that is th- everyone bangs on about it being like Matt's best lyrics in his entire career. And I'm like, I've never given them any mind more than any other song. Are they that good? I don't necessarily think so. It's weird that uh, this,
4: quite like, quite the like Deep
2: Cut, has got this like really highly regarded
0: lyrics. Reading them now, there are some quite nice lyrics in it. Like, um, I've had recurring nightmares that I was loved for who I am. That's quite a nice turn of phrase. Um, I mean, that's the other thing, is that these lyrics, in terms of reading them, they are closer to... The interpretation of the word hoodoo that I offered, than they are again like weird shaped rock. But then, you know the, I mean? but then, the, but
2: then the the musical the 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 text is more that sort of kind of got that sort of
0: southern sort of, which is where vibe. hoodoo and everything sort of yeah, originated, so. and the New Orleans, you know, that has a big connection with hoodoo and voodoo and the Haitian influence there. And this whole sort of come into my life, regress into a dream sort of stuff feels very, um, I don't know if it's an inappropriate word for the context, but it feels very mystical in a way that certain religious practices can. I don't know, I just think there's something that sort of ties those together that makes me think you could have tried a bit harder. And if you titled it anything else, I
2: say, I wonder if, if the title was different, if you yeah, wouldn't have even picked up on exa- any of this.
0: W- well, I wouldn't because there's nothing in those lyrics that refers to hoodoo, weird shaped rocks, or religion. Really, <laughs> it's just the rocks. closest read is the religion one rather than the rock one. But 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 also, Steve, you're right. Like musically, not necessarily my my like jam either in terms of how Muse use sometimes use classical use. stuff. I like I, yeah, yeah. I like
2: it in the same way I like Megalomania and Ruled by Secrecy, in that it's like that sort of. But that's that's what I like in my muse It has it's movement, dramatically like
0: amusement. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. sort,
2: of dra- yeah. that yeah. sort of dramatic, that sort of dramatic, you know, very orchestral, very mm-hmm. sort of big, oh. Oh.
0: you know, that that for sure. I, I will say fact. it doesn't it doesn't ruin the album as much as Feeling Good ruins. Origin of Symmetry and, it's the second and Ruins track as is well. a sh- Ruins is a strong word for either of them it's in the exact you know, same spot is- it's
2: track 10 on 11 track album
0: <laughs> yes I know yeah the the uh, the irony of that was not uh, lost on me
1: especially because that's not what irony is yeah <laughs> It <laughs> uh, uh, also doesn't. Uh, break, doesn't was... also doesn't break up that trilogy. You know, you said on Origin has like a trilogy at the end, and Feeling Good breaks it up. There is a trilogy of songs at the end of this. That's very this true.
0: Album. Yeah, it does fit in with the the Space Cowboys. Well, Cowboy
2: well, ori- suite, uh, well uh, originally, it. originally, this, <laughs> spicy,
1: spicy Space Cowboy. <laughs> originally,
2: this didn't have any. It didn't have the guitar. It was a purely piano-based song. And Matt felt. And Matt isn't felt that it sounded. How he performs that live. M- yes, mostly. And Matt felt it sounded too "quote unquote" posh. <laughs> <laughs> and so they added the guitar, yeah, bosh, and I think it? that was a good shout because the guitar that sort of it really fits the vibe of the the, the tracks that it yeah, and proceed
0: it. Wait, that. from what I remember succeeded. of the live performance. I knew what you mean. Uh, Yeah, the piano. Matt Matt not plays the piano, enough. but then
2: Chris plays the guitar, and Morgan on the organ
0: plays the bass. Cool. Huh. Why didn't Morgan on the organ play the guitar and Pace Chris?
2: No nah, nah, piss off! Now nah, piss off! Oh, okay. Yeah, piss off, Adam. Maybe Chris wanted to play the guitar. I'm
0: going to piss off. Actually,
2: don't need to talk about this last one really.
0: Gonna stop it there, because there's so much in this song that it's difficult to know which bit to play. I suppose. Yeah. It
1: just. I mean, it. It's, it's obvious. Yeah.
0: Do we need to say anything about it? Should I just skip ahead in the song a little bit and just do another little bit of it? So a little. Oh, yeah, fine. All right, hang on. Yeah, let's do this bit.
4: So this this comes
0: after. Uh, So you heard the bit with the guitar that sounds like the western bit, then there's a bit where Matt sings in the same melody as that guitar, and then there's a breakdown that sounds like this bit, and then it builds up to this bit.
2: Like how you so, described what happens in Knights of Cydonia as if anyone listening to this podcast doesn't know what Knights of Cydonia is. Some, some
3: people might
0: like. not have heard it. Uh, right, they're so should idiots. we do thoughts and uh, final scores then?
2: Are we? Oh. <laughs> no. Is there I anything? Just, Cydonia, can
0: we, we add anything to the conversation? Yeah, on I, I, of I've Cydonia. actually got a few things to say about You've it. You've got some it's real hot Amazing. Taste. Yeah. It's like it's incredible. It's not that hot. It's cre- it's ridiculous.
1: It's, it's their absolute song. magnum opus, isn't it? This is the the muse song. Yeah, yeah. Um more so than Plug in Baby, genuinely. I right, yeah, I, think so. about, I don't know about that. Right, I don't know of all, about that. I don't know about that. This is like big, down, big 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 <laughs> one of their biggest tracks and the biggest single's ever and I appreciate in it every single, meaning of the word big. I don't know if it's one appreciate- of their biggest singles ever though. I don't think if you if
2: you went to to Sally who listens to Radio 1 and played, sorry, her, and, played her, and played her Starlight, you played her like, uh, I'm trying to think of some of like the really big obvious ones. Um, Madness. Madness, you played her, Knights yeah, of I Don't, I think Nights of I Don't be right at the bottom of that list of ones that they know
1: <laughs> But there's obviously a single edit, I imagine, but the fact that they there's nope. an, first of all, the fact that it's got horses and lasers is just like horses and lasers. We get it. Horses we and lasers yeah. and space lasers and I love it. I don't care. They've literally got yeah, the music like video the fa- ready to go. They're like yeah, <laughs> I, The the fact that they, they have that intro there to, to such a big single, it you know like how um we talked about Apocalypse Please, like it was interesting that they decided to keep that separate. Yes. They haven't done Considering that. Considering this here. is such a big track, one, it's mad that this is the last track on the album. It totally fits, that it is, but I had no idea it was the last track of an album. Um, but yeah, it's cool that they've got some weird sound effect before of such a big single, but I appreciate the single edit. They'll just chop it off. <laughs> um, now, I have warmed to don't waste your time or time will waste you. Really, it's one of the worst because things ever written. Though. I don't care it's because it's in Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it. it this. Uh, this reminds me of like a really cheesy B, B movie, like some. I mean,
2: yeah. uh, I, and, and I don't know if you've seen the music video, but maybe you're picturing it. But that is like the music oh, video is yeah. is that it's yeah. like shit, sort of shit my costumes and though. shit effects. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like a sort so of the... 70s like serial. Yeah, but with a Western. Which, don't also. waste your
1: time or time will waste you would be a stupid one liner that doesn't make any sense. Like your flight's yeah. been cancelled from Transporter 2. Your flight's been cancelled. You've been cancelled. You've been cancelled, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I kind of really I think it really fits on this. Um, but if it was on a really sincere song, I'd really hate that lyric. But because this is just utter nonsense. I quite like it. Yeah, I just thought I I should bring that up. I I,
0: I think I'm on the same level as you. I think that the lyrics here are mostly sort of like a disaster. Uh, I mean, like... uh, Fucking uh, come ride with me through the veins of history is terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No one's going to take but us it. Puts, alive. it but, it's, put but it puts our, all the I mean. images
2: in your head, though, of what this it song does. is. That's yeah, the it does. Saying come it ride does. with me, you're like, yeah, because you're riding horses in space on Mars, obviously. Like,
1: it's, it's, and that's the rhythm.
0: It's a stupid lyric taken in isolation, but also it's a joyously stupid song.
1: Uh, yeah, the the rhythm is literally like a horse. I think a good line that does that is
2: prescient and is kind of referenced again in a later song is "How can we win when fools can be kings?" Awful, really bad. But but I mean, as proven in recent years, true.
0: Well, yeah, but time is a flat circle. Like everyone could say that about any leader, you know. But it it taken but, to its logical extreme, though. Of, well, yes. of, of a
2: That's fool being true. a king. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they they reference it later with the line when a clown
1: takes the throne, which is, like, yeah. th- of the same. Uh, so I genuinely think this song does something really interesting ryth- rhythmically at the end of the... And it's always fascinated me with this song. And it, it it's sort of this weird... I'm not going to be able to explain it very well. It's weird phenomenon with, this, with the rhythm of the drums that it's doing this kind of... I don't know if you're going to hear this, this skippiness, like, you know, the... Diddle, 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 diddle. That yeah. bit at the end, it's going. And then it goes into like yeah. a heavier yeah. bit. But it, it's the same <laughs> rhythm, but it. Yeah. It's exactly the same rhythm, but it's changed it. So it's the way the guitars. So it sounds like it's just going. Yeah, yeah. And And so even when it goes different It literally is pretty much following the riff throughout for the large part. But it changing something there flips the way you your brain hears the rhythm and it's cool and that's enough uh obviously we talked about this on the very
2: first episode but uh this is like a, a little homage to Matt's dad's band yeah. the tornados this oh, sounds yeah. like telstar uh he it was very intentional he was like yes i was doing a little reference to like the sort of music my dad's band did which was that very like american sort of surf rock I guess you could call it like that sort of sound he's very much was trying to emulate that synthy guitar sound from te- from Telstar yeah like yeah. it's absolutely there and I think that's quite a nice little
0: that is a little, nice little knobs, little reference yeah. uh I think I, I don't I don't want to come across as too like negative I I'd, I'd like to be clear that this like I think this song is brilliant in its own like demented way but it almost like You know like the scene at the end of the Italian job where it's just sort of teetering, the bus is teetering on the edge of the cliff and any sort of slight movement could make it fall down. Like I think it's right at the edge of stupid muse for me (laughs) and any sort of like embracing of like the the stupidness in uh, like at the expense of fun or at the expense of something earnest would be too far for me
2: also regardless like even taking the lyrics out of it and the whole vibe of this whole like proggy space cowboy thing it's just a very catchy song and the riff is really really incredibly fun and, it is. and very and fun to sing to end live. Gig with. it's a gig ending yeah. riff and everyone jumps and moshes and then yeah, they sure. end the yeah, yeah. gig and they do a
0: big yeah, and yeah. then it ends and it's like it big. would it, also be stupid if we didn't mention bohemian rhapsody Hit. yeah it's
2: like got that the that banging. Yeah. yeah 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 it's got yeah. that
0: having come like and that comes off the back of a very like, Harmo- operatic harmony based breakdown uh,
2: always yeah. always annoys me though um they clearly realize later that the line sounds better with no one's going to take you alive instead of no one's gonna take you alive because that's what they've done live ever since Oh. No one's going to take me. Like that's what they do live. No when the when the live. when the lyrics literally come up on the screen for people oh, to sing insane. along with. It yeah, says but going still to says gonna. Like that and in my head gunner actually sounds a bit a little bit off now. I like gunner. I like going. Yeah, I like going to. It fits to.
1: that kind of no one's going to take me alive is it like a and like again like it's, it's like the end of uh, Butch Cassidy and the
0: Sundance Kid. Um Yeah. Just, I mean, ridiculously incredible life, you know. Seen, not, not seen Butch Cassidy? No, TV, guys, haven't. So. Or
1: the end of Red Dead Redemption when he's cornered in his hut. Spoilers, actually. Spoilers, for, spoilers for a game I that came out I in, spoilers. Spoilers. in the 2008. I have said it in 2008. And spoilers
0: um, for Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid that came out in like what, the fucking 70s or something <laughs>
2: Uh, Spoilers I mean, it is, it is, it is, Spoilers The 70s is, happened It is really oh, built Steve. To close a gig Because it's got It's got that big Everyone <laughs> no. sings along It's massive Like everyone yeah. gets The crowd gets involved That huge sing bit And then they just Fucking rock out For a minute and a half And then you end the gig And it's What as an It's built for
0: a gig closer I agree Which is why with I was slight slightly bug, disappointed My slight uh, When uh, That they, when are, I that they would the, stated That they opened with it <laughs> Yeah but we'll also, but also it episode. kicks
2: it right off with a bang as well it fucking it going straight off with a bang and i think take a bow is a really good closer as well so it's kind of like fair um the thing that does annoy me about the live and this is purely me having seen them live too many times is i'm bored of them closing with it <laughs> right just okay. because i'm i'm well just because like i it's incredible it's an incredible song but i'm like and it's going to be nice and so do you at the end and that's that's the end it's very like even like the simulation theory tool which has this whole fucking narrative and stuff, like yeah. they then go, Yeah, but then but then we'll end with knights because we end with knights. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. And like <laughs> the future wouldn't end- you wouldn't end with mornings. But like, so like like the Shepherds Bush that's Empire gig. I think very I think that's one you good.
0: could. No, Lucas, we're stopping the episode now and we're stopping the mornings. season and we're stopping the podcast because that is the perfect encapsulation <laughs> yeah. of the kind of shit that uh, we churn out. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody.
2: <laughs> the, like e- even at the Shepherds Bush Empire gig, which is a gig you could absolutely get away with ending with pretty much anything because the fans will lap it up regardless because it's like a fan gig But they,
0: they, they even did on that nights. one
2: it's like and we'll play all these fan request gigs we'll oh, play we all these like by request it.
0: songs and then we just end with Nights because right there's we'll no one at that nights. gig that hasn't already seen Nights of Cydonia live do you know what I mean
2: if they close, if they closed with like I don't know I'm trying to think of a heavy because it got to be heavy obviously you're not going to end on like bloody Sing for Absolution but like they could have ended on Stockholm Syndrome and people would have been like fuck yeah fucking Stockholm Syndrome bang up for yeah. or like bliss i don't know they used to end with bliss back in the day fans would have lapped that up it's that sort of sure. thing but i'm not really going to complain because it is an incredible song to end a gig with but it yeah, is, it has just become very yeah. it has become very predictably the end of every single gig
0: well yeah let's not you know we've we've now you and i lucas have both said sort of something negative about this song it is uh, uh a great okay, yeah. It's incredible. Song. Like it's so good. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's uh,
2: the, the, the lyric. The the, the the quote earlier, by the way, I was trying to think of when I was talking about how Matt how they approach their lyrics, and I said I was trying to find where I'd written it down. It's right at the end. Uh, Matt said that he just dis- he approaches lyrics the same way that Monty Python approach writing a sketch, which is to come up with some nonsense.
0: Yeah. Well, that is a complete misunderstanding of what Monty Python uh, did
2: matt bellamy misunderstood something hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah i just shock somewhere.
2: horror <laughs> uh, uh, do we need to go into what Sidonia is i mean yeah sure it's an area on mars Great. where there's some pyramids that, Wait, uh, the way no 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 no, no 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 no, okay. no 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 let me go back <laughs> a step the pyramids the, py- the pyramids the ones in egypt the classics <laughs> are apparently laid out are apparently laid out in the same formation as some rock formation on Sidonia on Mars, and for some reason that is of course proof that alien life and the ancient Egyptians interacted obviously yeah agree and they're communicating through fucking rock layouts there's oh, yeah. also there this also is was apparently yeah. a, there was also apparently a face on Cydonia if you looked at Mars through a telescope, yeah, but it was it's just shadows
0: right well no, it's also a face so. It's also a face. It's, actually, it's an aliens. actual face, so.
2: I'd say this album is the most overtly
0: space
2: of all their albums. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's just true. Yeah. Um Night of Sidonia. It's a really good song. And everyone should like it. That's true. I actually
0: agree with you there. And it's yeah, got everyone a good riff yeah. like it. And it's got a good riff. And if you don't like it, what? just maybe like reassess your life and your what you do with it, I oh, guess. Also, like... and uh, yeah, it's a single. It was a single. Oh, and by the way, yeah, it's a single.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and by
0: the way, yes, it is a single. Right.
2: We have been going okay. for a long time. <laughs> yes, that's yes. true. And we still have to do all the waffle after the album as well. Waffle, waffle, Waff. Right.
1: Adam, favourite songs? Final thoughts and favourite songs.
0: Um. Okay, so ultimately I think it's a really fun, accessible album with interesting stuff that keeps me interested The composition is, like, such a step up for me, and the lyrics are, like, so generally improved that I can forgive some of, like, the utter, utter clangers that are on (laughs) the album. Um, Looking back on their, like, career as we've seen it so far, it still feels a little bit more lightweight than Origin of Symmetry, and I think that's because Origin was talking about systems of oppression and the rise of technology and the interaction of human beings and technology, whereas this is talking about, like, you know, aliens and space, space cowboys. cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Origin feels, like, grounded in, like, comparison. And therefore, I think it's a little bit more relatable and a little bit more of an artistic statement as well. And much like feeling good on Origin, Hoodoo lets the side down a little bit. For for actually, interestingly, for much the same reason. uh, And also interesting, track ten on a eleven-track album. Um, Get rid of Hoodoo, stick on Crying Shame, and uh, ooh um, you think that that's the that's
2: the B-side from this cycle that you put on the album?
0: Yeah I reckon so because it, because it preserves a westernish sort of trilogy
2: Oh yeah Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah um, Highlights for me Take a Bow Which I would not have said 10 years ago uh, And Map of the Problematique Lowlights Obviously Hoodoo And I think the Soldier's Poem Even though I really like it It's just fluffier than the rest of the album you you could get rid of it and it wouldn't affect the album massively Um, now in terms of score remind me what you gave the last ones well this is the thing
2: oh we got a we got a we got a classic Lucas reassess
3: (sighs)
0: we have been known to do this on the podcast sometimes if we're too kind or too harsh or you you listen to an album after the episode we've done on it and you think was i right you know was i being too harsh was i being uh too sort of egged on by the other guys liking it or whatever so so showbiz a three what was it for a 3 it four. was it was a 3 before it's a 3 now oh, you're yeah. going to
2: bump origin of symmetry down a score so you can get
0: origin of symmetry of i did give an 8 but i was thinking does feeling good actually bump it down to whole scores do you know what i mean and i think yes it does so i'm going to give that an 8 <laughs> okay right now yeah. absolution absolution i gave a 4 out of 10 okay And it's. In retrospect, do I actually think that that album is below average? And it's not like me as a person to kind of like admit that I have made any kind of mistake or anything. And I won't start now. It's below average. It's a four out of (laughs) 10. So uh, I think that this album. uh i'm gonna give so good that we've done that relitigation i think that this album i'm gonna give it eight out of ten because i think it's really fun i really enjoy it it's on a par with origin for me even though it feels a little bit more lightweight i think the fun makes up for it and interestingly we have a, a pattern forming which is i think i'm doomed to like every other muse album (laughs) <laughs> uh, so that so
2: means you've got a second law. Don't think so. Much.
1: Oh, the second law comes. Wait.
0: Back. So here, So I have got scores for the rest of the Muse albums. So uh, this is an eight out of ten. The Resistance is a two out of ten. Is this based uh, on what you're assuming yeah. is going to be yeah, based on yeah. the pattern? The second law nine out uh, nine out of ten. Uh, <laughs> yeah, drones yeah, sure. uh, a three out of ten. Simulation Theory ten out of ten. That's okay. what I reckon. Yeah. fine. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs>
1: Who wants to go next? Shall I go? go on, yeah. I'm going to just start with favourites and least. I'm, favorite, I'm not going to count Knights of Sidonia because, of course, the uh, same reason I did include Plugin Baby, but uh, favourites are going to be Exo Politics and City of Delusion. Cool. I'd never heard so these before. Happy to hear City of Delusion on the top. Uh, 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 what a delight I got the two of them in a row. Um, <laughs> two that I hadn't heard before as well, so it just it took me by surprise Exo and politics. it was great.
2: Such a, such a left field selection. I'm so, I'm so good. Up for
1: it. Least favorite Steve I'm gonna go, blue. yeah, <laughs> uh take a bow, was fine, oh, mad, oh, uh, and soldiers' poem, was so which bad. was fine, <laughs> um, again, not because I don't like them, I just don't find I personally didn't find them as interesting as the rest. um yeah like i I really enjoyed the vibe, it's interesting how it is segmented, how, as we said, like it's got this big intro, and then you've got um like poppy synth and there's a bit of a rock rockiness my girlfriend middle. is on
0: synth on this album that's right
1: yeah and rocky bit and then um <laughs> yeah and then at the end you've got the, the space western um i'm really into it like i'm surprised how much it grew on me when i first listened to it i was like okay right especially like after absolution i was feeling a bit like oh no what if i don't like a lot of stuff because i thought i was going to like absolution um more than i did but this really, really grew on me. And the songs um, I hadn't heard really, really landed, like, as I said, in my favourite songs. Um, I really had this down as an eight. But after talking to you cool. boys and getting quite excited about it yeah. and the way I've been talking about it, I'm, give, I'm giving it a nine. Yeah. Wait, what'd
2: you gave you, 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 you,
1: Audit Symmetry get, nine as well, I, didn't you? Nine. Yeah, yeah. I, but for two different reasons, I think they're nines. Um, oh, this, this is just really be, big and fun. Um, this could be one of the highest ratings in our... Uh, in whole all history ten podcasters. Anyway, so actually, uh, all it
0: can do now is match origin. I think Um doesn't matter. Carry on. What did you
2: give it again? <laughs> oh yeah, all it could do is Nine. match origin. Yeah, yeah, fine. Um Which I'm going. To, I'm going to give it a ten out of ten. Just okay. Let's just say, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> okay, uh, this to me is is like I say, it's peak. This is peak Muse. Not even necessarily in saying it's their best or because I'm still on the fence between this and Origin is my favorite Muse album and what I think is the best Muse album but this is peak Muse at the height of their powers.
0: It's sort of honestly thing. like it's honestly like a best of Muse. It feels like a career overview
2: and it's yeah. It's it's like the season finale of the first half of their career and there is <laughs> and there really is like the second half of their career is distinctly there is a distinct split there I think. That there is, like, this does feel like the finale of a, of a saga
0: of well, what... The, like I said at the beginning of the season, they go from underdogs to stadium band after this album is released, right? I mean, and it
2: might be because yeah, it's it, I don't know how much of that is like because the way people talk about the albums, then it's like forced yeah. that feeling of the separation of the career halfway down the middle there I don't know. Either way, it's the height of like my excitement and my fandom and everything for Muse and like the people around me being into Muse and just being excited about everything Muse The album's really really good and every single song on it i love uh like yeah it's 10 out of 10 and that's not to say i think every song on it is perfect but i don't think that should be the criteria for a 10 out of 10 that you think every song is the greatest song ever written because that's just that's just unachievable but even the songs that i'm like they're the lower tracks in the album on some other music albums they might be the higher tracks on the album and the tracks that are the highest tracks are outrageous in their qual Uh, obviously we've got like Starlight has got like a special place but I wouldn't say it's like I'm ranking it at the highest it's just got it's got its own you know it's got its own plaque on the Muse Walk of Fame that exists in my mind
0: (laughs) and on a spreadsheet I imagine
2: and on a spreadsheet (laughs) Uh, lowest I'm going to say ExoPolitics because it's just like a perfectly it's a good rock song but it's fun it's a lot of fun i'm having to like give it like a shit sandwich like say that it's, yeah, say yeah, yeah, say yeah. that i'm ranking it the lowest but still saying why i love it uh it's the best exo politics and invincible
0: really below soldier's poem
2: yeah i really like soldier's poem
0: yeah fair enough. because it's
2: a completely different vibe it's a it's got its own you know it's a dv yeah to
0: what different vibe
2: a DV, nice. Yeah. Uh, I get just th- short.
0: I'm
3: and then we don't need to waste uh, time D&D. talking about different vibes. I'm like doing the same thing.
2: I'm not even going to include Knights of because what's the fucking point in mentioning Knights of Sydonia? Sure. Yeah. So it's take <laughs> a bow, because it's ridiculous yes. and incredible and massive. <sighs> and then and then I kill myself so I don't have to answer.
1: Oh, cool, yeah. Okay, great. I like I, I
2: I wanna say City of Delusion.
0: Yeah, that does have Lucas written all over it. But
2: also, like the, and I'd never would have expected myself to say this, but supermassive black hole is so good.
0: Yeah, supermassive black hole is great. But I think
2: I'm gonna go with all of them. No, come on. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> come on, I hate come this so much. City of delusion. Okay. Yeah. But they're cool. all that's, but they're all know, incredible, well. and it's a ten out of ten album, and it's and it's one of my favorite albums ever written and I love it, and it's important to me. And if you guys had had shat on it, like you were like like Absolution, I would have quit the podcast. But you well, didn't, the thing, so the happy. difference
0: between Absolution and this is that this was a good album. So I knew, I literally knew those exact words. Uh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> mouth.
2: Good. Lucas, that's good.
0: Did you have any sort of merchandise or anything? Recruited um, from this era of merch menus? corner. Korea?
2: I actually don't really. I've got the vinyl. Okay. I've got some singles. Oh, I could get some singles. I've got a load of singles. I didn't prepare. Okay. They're not next to me. Got All a bunch right. of the singles, got the vinyl, got the CD. Most importantly, I've got the CD.
0: Okay, good. Guys, I've got a, mer- I've got a bit of a merch corner here. Oh,
4: Adam's got a little merchy oh. corner.
0: Um, So this is... You were asking earlier what a picture disc is. And it is one of these. Uh, oh, this is lovely. the seven-inch... Knights of Sidonia picture disc, picture still disc still sealed, and it's literally the got a horse. Side, yeah, the other side is uh,
2: Assassin Grand Omega bosses
0: edit. There, that's right. Yeah, so it's a horse yeah. um, in the middle of cl- a cloudy sort of galaxy sort of thing. Uh, I bought this at HMV. Yeah, a- very on brand when it came out. All uh, of the um,
1: yeah. hold it up again.
2: All of the um artwork for the singles for this album, I really really enjoy. Uh, I yeah, think this really album cool. is has got the has got the peak of like singles artwork. They've got a lot of really good artwork for the singles on this album.
0: Uh, do you, do um, you have this, Lucas? This picture? I thought disc?
2: I did, but but I don't seem to. It doesn't have that one.
0: Uh, if you do not, um, remind me of your address and I will send this to you. Or oh, I mean, that's very nice of you. That can be that can be yours for the low low price of of a a, a suck job. (laughs) I Um. mean, I don't, I I don't have like a place for it. You know, I'm not as as huge a Muse fan as I was back in the Black Horse Revelations days. So I would rather that it, it, you know, it was filling a gap in your collection than sitting on my shelf.
2: And as payment, I will fill a gap in your body. Excellent. Mm. (laughs) Oh yeah. The album gets released. Uh, It sells really, really 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 well. It. Go. It's it's goes to number one in seven territories. It's top ten. I would not like e- to
0: have guessed that.
2: Oh, sorry. It's top ten in every territory it gets released in, apart from Belgium. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> uh, it got to number nine in the states. Boo. Which, considering that Absolution got to one hundred and seven,
0: if yeah, Absolution wasn't released properly in the states, right, until much later. No, it was just released later. Yeah, the of Origin actually, later. You're released later. of Origin Actually, you're released later? Fuck
2: off. It's very well received. It gets very high scores across the board. Lucas, Lucas,
0: Lucas, Lucas, just pause for a second. Uh, Steve hasn't eaten. So if you could uh, like hurry this bit up, that would be great. <laughs> right. Do you want to guess singles because you like doing that? Yeah, oh, on, yeah go on. Right, Steve after- hasn't eaten, though. I, st- Lucas, pause for a second. I just want to remind you again: that Steve hasn't eaten, so if we could be as quick as possible, and you not do any unnecessary yes. stops, not do any unnecessary stops or anything. You said yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, like, don't do any unnecessary stops. But are you counting because, this
2: as that? Because you just interrupted. But Steve hasn't eaten is what about I'm the same saying. thing?
0: Okay, okay. Right. I'm just saying that Steve hasn't eaten. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying.
2: Singles. You've thrown me off now because I don't know if you actually want me to do this or not. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Right, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> Singles. Adam it's just likes that Steve. Hasn't Adam, been. shut up. Adam likes guessing. So we don't want to make this bit like really long. Adam likes guessing single <laughs> ranking and where they've charted. So the second single from this album, released on September fourth, which is quite a long time after the album, which is July third. It is actually. Isn't it? It's yeah. a long time for a second single, which is Starlight. Where okay. do you think it charts?
0: three okay steve says three so i think and i'm just trying to hurry this bit along because i know that steve hasn't eaten and i don't want this to take uh like too long of uh of a time you know like when when we're recording and stuff um it's quite late in the evenings i'm thinking it's half ten, and steve hasn't eaten uh so (laughs) what did you say steve Three. And what single are we talking about? Starlight. I'm going to say four. It's 14. Okay, well, oh. I, I win. I win on uh, that. November 27th. Yeah, yeah. Nights of Lucas, Cydonia is released. Sorry, sorry, Lucas. Shut up. Steve hasn't eaten.
2: November 27th, 2006. <laughs> Nights of Cydonia is released. What does that chart at, Steve? One. 18. That's, that's insane. One. <laughs> <laughs> Do you Nights of Sidonia gets to number one. What, weirdly,
0: Muse, right, have never had a number one single. Nope. Uh ten. The next single is Invincible.
2: Who was closest? Me, right? Uh yeah. By, yeah. by like what blaze. The next yeah. single yeah. is Invincible, released on the ninth of April two thousand and seven. The video so shit. Uh where does that chart?
3: <laughs> Ooh.
2: Aren't they like a roller
1: coaster or something? Mm-hmm? Yeah,
2: good memory. It's like a it's yeah. like the it's like uh, the bit from um Willy Wonka where they go
0: on the boat ride. Yeah. Good yeah. memory. Twelve. Adam. It's gotta be lower than Knights of Sidonia, is not it? Twenty three.
2: 21 nice Uh, and then on the 18th of june 2007 the final single but it's download only so do you count it yes we do is map of the problematic
0: (laughs) where does it chart 32 i think it's higher than invincible 19
2: 18 so close right right Right. adam adam don't do the adam don't do the bit let me get on with it uh what bit? Shut up. They, this is when they like reach the, like the, this is like I say, this is like the height of their powers. So they, Steve, have you eaten? there's a lot of awards off the back of this. They get best alternative act at the MTV Europe Awards. They're nominated for a Grammy award. They oh, amazing. win a Brit Wait, award. They which, win Which they Grammy win, award? I don't fucking know. I didn't write it down. Shh. We <laughs> haven't got time. Steve hasn't eaten. <laughs> They They win, it's go, no, they win the Best Live Band at the Brit Awards. They're nominated for the Best Album and they're nominated for the Best Band. They win the Q Award for the Best Live Band for two years in a row, 2007 and 2008. They get nominated for album and band. They win the Enemy Award for the Best British Band and Matt Bellamy wins Sexiest Male. In 2008, Ooh. they win Best Live That's Band. They get, everyone realises that Mews are great. Right. They go on tour. They do US and Canada. <laughs> they're doing like... Auditoriums, but like small auditoriums in the US. They're not quite. What's like an,
0: what's like an auditor? Is that like the theatres?
2: I would yeah. say that is in the UK. It'd be your Brighton, your Brighton Centre. Yeah. Oh, your
0: Brighton Centre.
2: Yeah. So it's not like your 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 Wembley, your Wembley Arena o2 tour level, but, but it's still like, like, like a small <laughs> arena. It's like your, your Bournemouth. Bournemouth well, the Brighton Centre and the Center. Yeah, and Bournemouth and it's Brighton Centre are literally the exact, the exact same venue in the exact same size, Adam. The Bic and the Bic are the same size. Oh. They're like identical
0: can we just, 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 let's keep going, let's keep long. going to they do
2: some festivals in the summer big one august mountain holiday weekend 2006 They reading. headline reading festival
0: and leeds and, and leeds. leeds but no
2: one gives a shit about leeds um <laughs> that, that <laughs> is true why is that because it's because, because it's like the extra but it's ready yeah uh, i guess like, i bet the people of leeds care about it nah whatever um oh, right. <laughs> for muse this is a bigger deal than Glasgow. You would, you would bulk at the idea, and especially in 2021, you'd definitely bulk at the idea of Reading being more important than Glasgow. But for Muse, who has grown the, the up going to festival. Reading, and it's a rock yeah. festival, and also they were from, they went to Reading a lot, and they very, I say famously, it's not that famous, but <laughs> they, <laughs> 10 years prior, in, in 1996, they saw Raging Against the Machine headline at, at Reading and said, if we ever headline Reading, we've made it as a band. And ten years later, oh. they do exactly that. They headline oh, well, Reading, nice. and for them, that is like this is the greatest moment. This is them getting to they've they've done it sort of thing. Glastonbury very big deal, but for them, Reading was a bigger deal. Uh, I was yeah. there. It was it it was epic. It was so good. It was so good. It was it was until the Shepherd's Bush gig the best gig I've ever been to, and I still am kind of on the fence as to which one was better. Um they do some more usa tours who cares no one cares we don't have time (laughs) they tour the they do a uk arena tour at this point now they're doing proper full fledged arenas they're doing like wembley arena they do three nights at wembley arena that's the kind of level they've now gotten to where they need three nights in london
0: and i was at one of those nights
2: we were at the middle one and they did all of black holes and revelations start to finish in order so they open with take a Bow. They yeah. go all the way through to nights. They do I nights. remember like
0: the excitement of the crowd. I went like with my girlfriend at the time and a couple of other friends and we were like, w- it got to Map of the Problematique. We, like, we were like, oh, we were, they're like, doing... Oh, they're
2: going to do the they're whole... They're doing the whole album, aren't they? Are they're going to do the whole album. And then they do it and then they go off and then they do essentially like another... They do, then they do like a greatest hit set, but it's in order. So they play one track from Showbiz, two from Origin and like four from Absolution in order, yeah.
0: which is also quite cool. Yeah. Very good. I cool. remember them coming back on and doing Sunburn.
2: Yeah. Um they've got this is the first time they do like a ridiculous stage setup. We talked about it earlier, like the harp thing. And it's basically sort of they've out they're kind of outgrowing arenas at this point already because they have to scale back the show for quite a lot of gigs. Uh they then in America tour supporting my Chemical romance. <gasps> which kind no, of is a sweet. sign of like the sort of popularity that they're not, they're not at that superstar status yet in America. They're big, but MCR bigger. And that's on the black parade tour, which is very Muses vibe in terms of like, it's, it was very theatrical, that tour. Yeah. Seeing yeah. About it. Um, literally later on into that same year, they're doing those same venues themselves.
0: Oh, so it
2: doesn't take long. So this is like April. And in like September, they're going back and playing those same venues. It was a very headline.
0: accessible album, isn't it? You know,
2: yeah. Um, but obviously, the main big part of all of this is that they, on the sixteenth and seventeenth of June, two thousand and seven, they are they headline Wembley Stadium. It's called Harp, and we're going to cover it on the next episode. So tune in.
0: The next episode will be like you say on the Harp uh, DVD. The, the the thing you know the DVD I'm going to listen to the live album the big thing can. it's you a know, big deal it was it's a big deal guys it's, it's a big, a big deal. honking deal I'm looking at the time code on our recording and I don't have time to read any emails I'm very sorry about that I will try I'll and read a read quick one that one. I got sent it just okay. says
2: fuck off that's from me isn't it and that is and that and that is entitled and that, and that the, the subject and that is from the <laughs> oh, okay listeners. yeah yeah.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Wow. Uh, guys, all of that that we just talked about and heard and discussed, was that
1: music? It was some I of want, the best I want, music. I want pizza.
0: Okay. I will add that to the spreadsheet. Uh, so that brings us to the okay. end of another episode. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. Uh, it is your turn to talk to us please uh, come and find us on our social media let us know what you think of black holes and revelations of this couple of episodes of anything that we've talked about today because we do genuinely love hearing from you and talking to you and engaging in discussion and conversation you can find us on twitter at what is music pod instagram at what is music pod uh tiktok at what is music and if you'd like to send in something a little bit longer uh, talk to us about your experiences with Muse, maybe you saw them on the Black Holes and Revelations tour, maybe you disagree with something that we've said, we can read it out on the show you can email us whatismusicpod at com. there's also a couple of ways where if you want to, you know other than just listening, which is a great way to support us, you can support us financially a little bit one way to do that is to buy our merch if you go to whatismusicpod.redbubble.com you'll find some stupid designs and also one cool one and you can print those on any uh, product that that you can uh, think of I think there's some we have uh, don't waste your time or time will waste you printed on a clock so uh, you know do that because that's great yeah it's great Um, is that the cool one then that means that's a good one <laughs> if you uh, would like, to check you to just a call few it great, great. Uh, if you'd like to check us a few quick because you're not fussed about the merch go to coffee.com which is ko hyphen fi.com slash what is music uh all donations honestly we're so thankful for all the donations we've received so far they go towards keeping the podcast online and uh, our running costs and everything like that uh that about and does ketamine. it. thank you again <laughs> so much for listening I'm going to leave you with perhaps the most obvious piece of advice I can give for this episode, which is of course, don't time your waste, or waste will time you.
1: Bye.